Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 28 of the PA Term Pod. Today, we're going to pay our respects to the legendary John Madden, who recently passed away. Uh, next, we'll cover the Christmas NBA games. It was about five of them, and your boy over here went 5-0. and oh. Can't say the same for Rob. Uh, next, we'll sprinkle a little bit of uh, baseball news, the update with their uh, lockout, uh, some retirement news, and much more. Then we'll do the Week 16 can you believe it, Rob? Week 16 of the NFL. We'll do a review of that, and then uh, we'll share a timeline of events and deaths in 2021, and then I'll share my top five pop culture moments of the year, and then, of course, lastly, we'll share our wins and losses of the year. But first, let's take a quick pause to our sponsor over at Anchor. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, depending on when you're listening to this, from the PA Turn Pod. Welcome to episode number 28, uh, being recorded on the 29th. We can never quite get it exactly right. <laughs> but uh, joined as always by Joel. I am Rob. Uh, Joel, what's going on? How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, back, back from work. My two days of the year will not be at work, thankfully. They'll be spent with my loved ones, my friends, and of course, in my bed, away from everybody. But then that means when I go back to work, it'll be the first day of the entire <laughs> year. So that's how I'm going to spend my first day of the year. How about you, sir? How are you doing tonight? I'm all right. Uh, a little bit more energized than I was last episode. It definitely, uh, you could tell within the audio that I was I was slowly dying. Um, <laughs> but feeling pretty good. Had work today. Um, working actually, tomorrow, working every day forever. I feel but, a little uh, sick actually now. Oh, you have a, a case of everything that's going on right now. I might have the Amarion. Hopefully yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not making a light joke of it. Hopefully I don't. But I feel myself getting sick. I feel it nasally. It's just the bad weather. It's kind of been shitty today. Rain I, and cold. Listen, I've had the sniffles for about a month. So uh, you can't just be regular sick anymore. Everything is everything going on right now, or you got a quarantine or whatever. Um, I'm just going to refer to it as everything going on right now because nobody calls it the C word anymore, apparently. Because it'll um, be banned. Yeah, every, I, I have. A, I know a couple people that have the everything going on right now. Actually, I know about five right now. So um, hopefully everybody is uh, staying safe, staying well, um, or just whatever, do whatever you want. Or just um, go to Florida and stay away from me. Yeah. Um, how was your How was your Navidad? My Navidad was pretty good, actually. Stayed home, didn't do much, but uh, parents had uh, friends and family over, and uh, it became a party. And I was over it by 11 p.m. Eastern time. And in the Hispanic culture, Christmas begins on Christmas Eve. So that's how I spend my midnight into 3 o'clock in the morning of Christmas Day, <laughs> staying up because the music was just unbearable. But Christmas Day itself, fantastic because I sat home, watched two NFL games and all five NBA games, and I went five and zero in the TTP. Unfortunately, I went zero for ten probably in a Fanduel. So poor me on that one. So indifference. It's, it's the gift that never gives. Um, Facts. Yeah, Christmas was pretty nice this year, uh, low key, but lots of uh, lots of good games to watch on TV. Luckily this year. Um, yeah. I spent, I think the most energy I had and the most deflated I felt 
is when I was about a six pack and a half in, <laughs> I was building a vanity in the bedroom, which was one of the big gifts this year. And the Lakers, I needed a Lakers win and a Russell Westbrook triple double. Russ got the triple double in like the third quarter. So I just needed a Lakers win to keep my $3 parlay alive to win like 200 bucks. And Lakers just let it slip away at the end. I hit on like five of the legs and I just needed the one. It was a Giannis double double and a win. Uh, I think it was Jazz money line, which was like minus like 500. Bunch of randoms. I Packers money line and then. Russ triple double and a win and then that, some other crap, but uh, maybe some like overs and bowl games or whatever. But um, <laughs> Christmas this year was pretty low key, different from years past, of course, because of the uh, the everything going on right now. And but it was nice. I had three days off in a row for the first time since Nam, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> um, Isn't that then, awesome uh, though? Some actual time to yourself and then just like be who, be around who you want to be. That's a, so you know, obviously family is great, but actually having you know your me time, pretty oh cool. Yeah. It's a different. So I, I'm on both sides of this because I, I enjoy having time off. But at the same time, I feel like, and this is not just now. I felt like this before. Whenever I would trade to get Saturdays off and uh, cover a day for someone else, I would have Saturday Sunday off. I feel like I would get a little bit lazy. So when I go back on Monday, I almost feel like I'm I'm like behind a little bit. So I'm not always a huge fan, but this, because it was a holiday, we were closed on the one day anyway. I was really only behind like a half of a day. So Monday was a bit busy, but I was able to get everything in order and kind of get going. Um, and then work is pretty hectic because we have some new people coming in. Obviously, the holidays are throwing a wrench into things. People are taking vacation. So um, we're on our feet and being one of the more tenured people there, I'm a, relied on a little bit by the newer guys. So it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, there's always something to do. People think the, the job that I work is just a, a boring old stand there and bring people out job, but there's so much more to it, um, which keeps me, I guess, keeps me young. Yeah, you got you to recommend the creatine for me. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, of course. Um, now, before we pass on, how is it during the holidays for you, like that Christmas eve or that week of do you get random new people coming in just like hey boyfriend girlfriend is trying to get in i need supplements or i need of, of work you mean yeah or uh, gift cards do you get so, something like that so uh, to give you better perspective on the entire thing beginning of the year is usually diet season i know i'm kind of working backwards here but beginning of the year is kind of diet season that's where you see a lot of new people the you also get a lot of people yeah so the way that i have kind of broken it down is the beginning of the year is people that are fully devoted and they're interested in trying, you know, the supplements and everything. However, you do get that, that time period between the beginning of January, maybe the second week of uh, February where people are just going to the gym, but are not coming in for supplements, but maybe a month into the year, they realize they want to take their life to the next level. So you get new people in February sometimes, but yeah. diet season is the first few months. Then you get a little lull in springtime, then summertime, everybody wants the, uh, you know, the, the sexy bods, a lot of cutting, um, a lot of all that. And then toward the end of the year, it does slow down because the college kids go back. Um, people tend to bulk a little bit, so you don't see them as frequently. But uh, pretty much from the middle of November to the end of December is a little bit of a sprint sometimes, but also extremely dead other days. Yeah. But um, usually December is pretty busy. Um, a lot of gift cards. A lot of gift cards. A lot of gift cards. That's like the easy one. Uh, a lot of people are coming in. Hey, do you guys have gift cards? Sure. I want to put a hundred bucks on there. Perfect. And uh, so this week is actually pretty busy, but uh, 
I, I don't know how it really was over the weekend because uh, Saturday was Christmas Eve day. No, I'm sorry. Saturday was Christmas day. So we were closed, but uh, Friday was Christmas Eve, which was actually kind of busy. Had like a regular day. And then Monday was nuts. And today was pretty nuts. And yesterday was pretty nuts. So it's been a sprint right now. I think it'll slow down toward the end of the week. And then the beginning of the year, it'll just be a little slow to start. But um, right now you, you do get some new people that are going, that'll come in. Hey, my boyfriend uses this and they'll have a picture of it. And it's like a, yeah, we haven't carried that in like a year or uh, <laughs> sure we have that usually, but uh, the website said you have it. Uh, well, sorry. I, I don't work for the website. Did you make sure you click this specific store or that's uh that's always a good one. So the gripe with, um, and this is something I get phone calls every so often from employees uh -oh. or they'll talk to me about it. Um, I had somebody today actually come in looking for some gummy multivitamin thing that this one company makes. And then she's like, Oh, it says here, uh, GNC has, it, it says you guys have, and I'm like, yeah, GNC might carry it, but as, as you've noticed, I, I work in a, like a, a 30 foot store. Uh, we, we don't have space for everything on the website. So um, maybe calling. Who, who's they? They said you have it. Well, who's they? The guy. Oh, yeah. You know, the guy on the TV. <laughs> okay. I tell the guy on the TV I don't have it. Oh, sorry, That's interesting, third. though. Down the stretch for you guys, it's very busy. It, it's so like hit or miss, past though. Last week, though. Yeah, it's so hit or miss. There will be days where we're just like dead. And then there will be days that it's like a total sprint and you're doing like 2,400 bucks and you're like, that's twice what we normally do or whatever. Crazy. It, it does depend. We, the, uh, what's happening right now with, uh, with our business is that a lot of locations are closing. Oh, shit. So we do inherit people from other stores. So the numbers are kind of artificially inflated a little bit. And we handle a lot of online orders as well. If we have inventory that people order online that we can ship out. So we're getting some extra sales that way too. So it's, it keeps you on your toes. I, I love it. That's the thing I, with, I, I want it to be busy. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing with the, everything going on. Uh, <laughs> thing. uh Online business is booming, mm. but it also puts more pressure or more work on the retail or whatever store you're at. Oh yeah. Because you're understaffed most likely and now you're dealing with a plethora of or an influx of emails or online orders that need to be filled or mm -hmm. have that same day two day shipping or pickup you need to get on the ball because yeah i'm coming in there picking up my supplements in the day yeah we have like a little plastic container in the back room of my store that has all the uh, like the outgoing supplement like things that people order online that fedex comes around daily and picks up and there'll be days where it's just one little box or one little bag. And today it was like a freaking, it was like an igloo with oh how much God. stuff was in that thing. The, the printer is out of toner. The printer is not even a month old. The printer's out of toner already. So that's how many of these orders were pumping out. Well, that's a good sign for business. So. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, for This sure. is, uh, it's been exciting. It's, it's for um, the way retail has kind of taken a small nosedive in recent years. It's exciting that we're, uh, my store is up $80,000 compared to last year. Damn, dude. And we were up Congrats. last year compared to 19. So it's not like we went here down back up. We were up think, last year. You yeah. think COVID, you hit a dip, but no. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened last year is we picked up masks and hand sanitizer in the middle of the pandemic. And we had obviously like zinc and elderberry and all these things on TV that they, they, that the, they were telling people to take. So you had <laughs> zinc, elderberry, vitamin C, vitamin D, all this stuff, and echinacea. Like these random things people were being told to take. They're going, oh, it says the GNC has it. Yeah, we have it. So we Can went through like imagine? maybe 
Yeah. Actually, no. Can you imagine if, uh, I don't know, the orange uh, in charge, that guy, or anybody were to say, well, you know, this uh, the supplement, this protein uh, powder called Syntha-6, uh, <laughs> it, it could cure the, the everything that's going on. And then an influx of people just Google it. Oh, look at that. GNC has it. All yeah, of a sudden, Iver. Synthesis is flying off the shelves. Yeah. Yeah. Do you carry ivermectin? <laughs> you know, so the one thing... Um, I'm not a pharmacy. We'll, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get away from this in a second. But the thing that I found funniest during the, the height of what was going on um, is when all the gyms were closed. And I would have like one straggler. So we have, we went through a little, like a two to three week phase where really like four weeks where it was like six customers a day. Like that's how dead it was. Damn. But one of those six would be somebody in gym clothes that comes in and buys a pre-workout. And I'm like, where in the hell are you working out? <laughs> because every gym in the area is closed except for one that I know of that isn't accepting new members and you have to park a mile away so nobody catches that the freaking gym was open. Yeah, right. Uh, one of my employees, one of my employees told me, he's like, yeah, you had, they made you, they wouldn't let you park in the parking lot. They blocked out the windows and you kind of had to like sneak in. I'm like, there's no way people knew about this. I was getting random people coming in for pre-workout and supplements. I'm like, all oh, this stuff's going to expire, but luckily there's one or two people coming in every day buying stuff. So last year was a trip and it was, it, <laughs> it was the most fun I think I've had working my job in a while of the time that I've been there last year was incredible. It's like a, a fight club type of thing. Like, you know, I'm here, so don't say nothing. I'm here. I'm like, yeah. Well, we picked up, we had handwritten signs for sanitizers and masks and people were coming in going, I saw your sign on the room. Like, it looks like a freaking five-year-old did it. Like we did it with our own handwriting. <laughs> people oh were like, yeah, God. I saw the sign. Oh, my brother-in-law told me you guys had sanitizer. Yeah, we do. Oh, my nephew called me, said, Jans, he's got masks. Like, yeah. And it was like incredibly busy. There was a store last year did like $10,000 almost all in masks in one day. <laughs> absurd. Just absurd numbers. So we've had uh, we had a lot of fun last year, but yeah, um, Christmas time is uh, is busy. Uh, last thing, I can't wait till uh, I don't know my nieces or my cousins or my own kids when they grow up and history class comes around, and then the era of COVID. You know when people, when uh, the president Donald Trump was in Puerto Rico and just literally tossing paper towels like it was a basketball free throw. Better or, form uh, than somebody in Philly, that's for sure. <laughs> or uh, the time where people went and tried to get uh, Lysol and paper towels oh and they God. stocked up for it or they fought over it. Like, I can't wait to see them. Like, those are some dark days. <laughs> Dude, dark I ordered, days. Um, and I'll, I'll figure it out in the time that I, by the time I finish this, um, this story. But when the pandy hit last year. And <laughs> the pandy. <laughs> I ordered from John Don which was on uh so 329.20 john don i ordered a 12 pack a 12 like a box of 12 of the lysol all-purpose spray stuff like a little yellow cleaner yeah it was a, a box of it 32 ounces 12 pack for 56.44 i ordered that on 329 it shipped on 7.3 that's how <laughs> long it took for them to get this crap in order. and i got i just looked at my email i had looks like four different updates of your your update you can cancel now so one two three four five six seven eight eight back order updates so it looks like every like two weeks or so they sent me an order or an update hey, that man. said this is why your package is delayed and eventually it showed up and then by the time it showed up everybody stopped caring about the other uh, what's going on 
Um, I think it's you, bro. <laughs> You're still waiting on bobbleheads. Two of them. You I ordered three bad... and one shipped. <laughs> you have bad luck oh, with deliveries. <laughs> I have good. I have good news. My China packages will be here shortly. Um, <gasps> yes. The new Sixer jerseys. So we uh, so gets emails every day about what's showing up in the mail. Yeah. And two of them are like Guangdong, and I'm like, oh, she's like, what is this? I'm like, they're jerseys. Um, so they show you it's a photo of the front of the package. One is coming the twenty, um, the, either the 29th or 30th. The other one's coming the following day. So or I'm guessing it's the 30th and 31st. So they'll be here this week. It's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So I have a couple Sixers, and then I have a, a Leonard Fournette Bucks jersey that'll be here. So holy crap! Thrilled about that. I will officially have uh, all three of the Fournettes because I have the LSU one. <laughs> I have two of the Jags ones, and then I'll have a Bucks one. So excited. Oh, Oh, the jersey, not the the actual Fournette fan. Not the actual Leonard Fournettes. I don't own any Leonard Fournettes. There's only one, and I, I can't really afford it. Holy shit! There's so much the in there. <laughs> Bucks are paying him what two and a half. I, I don't need a running back. It's a passing world. I mean, it's about to be the snow season. You might need a running back to get you know your errands done in the snow plow. True. Never know. Look investment. Yeah, he's not very durable. Anywho, <laughs> Anywho. um, so. Well, we were going to touch on this later on with our um, uh, our timeline that we're going to do later on. We're going to do a 2021 timeline, um, but we might as well start at the back end of it. Um, 12 28 2021. We got the uh, the terrible the terrible news that uh, legendary NFL head coach, broadcaster, video game likeness uh, John Madden has passed away. Um, he was i believe 85 years old yeah 85 85 he is survived by his wife um i believe her name is virginia um and i believe his one of his children's name is mike i forget the other one's name i just watched the documentary but um we want to express our condolences to uh the madden family on behalf of the uh the pod yeah for sure um literally like one of the greatest human beings like the like, he is the. I don't even know the proper way to explain what he was to f- football and sports. Um, I don't even. I can't think of any. Like Jordan was basketball. Like Kareem was basketball. Like Mad Madden was football. Like would you say who's the first name that comes in your mind when you say football? You may say Tom Brady, but you're most likely going to say John Madden. For sure. Um, like, what when I saw it. On my uh, notification, like on ESPN, middle of work, I'm like, John Madden? Yeah. John fucking Madden died? Are you kidding me right know. now? I was, I literally stopped. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I texted about four different people. So I actually texted a colleague, and he called me almost oh, immediately, shit. and we talked about it. So Now, I didn't look too much into it because it was in the middle of work, and it was yeah. I was just distraught. Same. But did it? Was it like health? I heard he wasn't doing well. And that was for um, Steve Marucci, former okay. Lions coach, I believe. He was talking about it in an interview. Uh, hopefully, like it was natural and not the everything going on because that would be a true, true bummer. Yeah, I actually don't know what uh, that it, it, they didn't say it was. I don't think he Again, it's contracted everything going on. Yeah. I didn't see anything about him having everything going on, but yeah. um, I'm going to look into it real quick. 
John Madden. By the way, his son's names are uh, Michael and Joseph. Michael and Joseph. That is uh, his his wife's name is uh, Virginia. So I was correct about that. Um, Madden did so. <laughs> it feels like every uh, famous person has like one weird thing about them, and his like terror, like terror of flying. Like he was terrified to fly. It's like the funniest thing. He would always take a bus everywhere. Um, so he passed away in uh, Pleasanton, California on December 28th. Um, it just says at the age of 85. Um, I, I'm, I don't see anything about health. I'm sure at that age, you're probably not fully healthy. Chances are it was just, you know, natural causes. Yeah, uh, natural. The, the documentary, he sounded pretty good. Obviously, he sounded not great, but he sounded pretty good. And he mm-hmm. was uh, he was pretty much all there in the, in the mind as far as I could tell. But I wasn't, you know, watching him on a daily basis. I was just watching the documentary that launched yesterday, which was fantastic, by the way. I'm sorry, not yesterday, but it's been playing a lot since yesterday, but uh, it launched on um, on Saturday. I'll definitely try to look out for it. You said it was going to be on Peacock, so. I think Peacock. so. It's going to be on, like, Peacock and something else. Um, if not, whatever, if you ever come over, I got it uh, videoed or videoed, uh, DVR'd. For sure. I might be coming this Friday. Potentially. What? Potentially in two days. In-person podcast on top of that. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was – it sucks. The football world definitely took a, a hurt right there. Yeah. Uh, probably, you know, boys, most for the majority of boys as well, growing up as young men, Madden football was the thing. That's all you knew is John Madden as – the guy was on the common uh, broadcaster, but then you knew him as the face or, you know, the game, Madden NFL <laughs> 2000, whatever. Um, but Super Bowl winning champ, legend, as you said. He is football. If, you know, like, what is it? Kevin McHale is the logo. If there was a logo for football, it would be John Madden. He's He is football. Yeah. And he'll be greatly missed. And he definitely made an impact in a lot of, uh, fans around the world, of course, the athletes, past and present, and in the future, uh, he will be missed, and yeah, it sucks, man. But what a way to end twenty twenty one is right before yeah. the holidays, man. It's it's probably spent it with his family, which is great after Christmas, but then oh, absolutely, they right watched the doc together, probably. Oh, yeah. It's just heartbreaking. Hi, everybody. Uh, we had a couple technical difficulties in the midst of our John Madden segment. It was pretty much over, but I was speaking and then I realized Joel was frozen on my screen and I was talking to myself. So we cut out some of the end of that and we're going to pick right back up at the beginning of our next segment, which was about the NBA on Christmas. So we'll pick right back up in the action. All right. So Christmas Day NBA, we'll kind of blow through this real quick. Um, it was actually a very nice day of games. Started with the the Knicks and the Hawks. The Knicks got a little bit of revenge on the Hawks for the playoffs. Uh, no <laughs> Trey Young, but it didn't stop Knicks fans from uh, screaming the uh, expletive <laughs> Trey Young chance at the end of the game. Obi Toppin had a right. really nice dunk at the end. Kemba Walker was horrible, but he had a triple double. So him and Russell Westbrook can both be point guards with triple doubles on Christmas. Um, some guy named Quentin Grimes had uh, twenty or uh, fifteen points off the bench. Obi Toppin was electric. Uh, good game all around. DeLon Wright had a good game for Atlanta. Uh, John Collins was pretty good. And uh, did Lou Williams play? Uh, no, he didn't play. I don't think so. He was part of the COVID protocol. Yeah, so a bunch of guys in protocol kind of ruined Christmas. Um, but 
any takeaways from that game? I don't really have any. Uh, no, it was a fun game. First, yeah. uh, a first good game just to kick off the slate of games that was to come. Yeah. Um, Nick fans get their revenge. Every time they beat the Hawks, it's like a revenge for getting their ass beat in the playoffs. But no Trey Young, then, as you alluded to, didn't stop Nick fans from uh, letting Trey Young know how they felt about him, even though he wasn't even in the state. Yep. Yeah, it didn't stop the uh, the expletive Trey Young chance. Uh, next up, we had the Celtics and the Bucks. The Celtics busted out a pretty big lead. They were up 13 after the first and 15 after the second. Uh, the Bucks made it a little bit closer than they outscored the, the Celtics 27-19 in the fourth quarter. Got their first lead toward the end of the fourth quarter. Giannis was terrific. Jalen Brown was awesome. Brown and Tatum combined for uh, 50 points. You had Smart in there. 69 of the 113 points were scored by Brown, Tatum, and Smart. Bucks got 36 from uh, from Giannis, 17 from Drew Holiday, 17 from Chris Middleton. Uh, Giannis had 36 and 12. He was he was everything the Electric. NBA could have expected. Yeah, Bobby Portis off the bench had 16 and 10. Just a good game altogether. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo made his season debut. Um, didn't do a whole lot, but he did make his debut. Good to see him back on the floor. That's a guy they're going to need down the stretch. Um, you know, true lunch pail guy, really gets there early. Um Works really. Of course. Yeah, he's a good slot receiver. Um, no, but the Bucks really the Bucks showed <laughs> us something on Sunday. They were actually at one point, they were I think like plus eight in like the second quarter. So yeah. Vegas kind of put them to bed for a little while. But it, you, it, uh, it's Christmas. You know that these games are going to be close down the stretch. I didn't lose faith, and uh, they came back. Dude. It was such a fun fourth quarter. It was. I sat there eating my fat ass away with some uh, tacos and I was nail biting because I had a nasty 14 parlay, which by the way, FanDuel, if you didn't know, now you know, FanDuel has a single game plus parlay, which means you can group multiple parlays under one. And that is dangerous for me. Uh, Cause I had all the, all five games I had a parlay. So I had five parlays in one ticket and this one, was giving me anxiety down the stretch. I needed a Chris Middleton to hit one more three and Giannis to have like a certain amount of points and they got it in the fourth quarter. But this was the best game by far out of the five. This is the most exciting game. Yeah, this one in the Laker game. Um, they, so they were all pretty close. Um, the, the only blow up was really that Hawks game. Uh, Warrior Suns was pretty good. That delivered too. Um, Curry had 33. Yeah, Curry had a pretty rough game from three. He was a five, five of 16, excuse me. Otto Porter showed up. He played pretty well. Um, you know, they just got contributions from everybody on the roster. Uh, Draymond Green almost had the uh, the Tobias triple-double where you just barely get 10 of every everything. Kevon Looney played pretty well, eight, eight points, 10 rebounds. Gary Payton Jr. played good defense. Chris Paul had 21, six, and eight. Uh, DeAndre Ayton had 18 at seven. Miles Bridges, I'm sorry, Miles. Uh, my apologies. Mikael Bridges, 17 and six. Devin Booker was terrible. Um, Very. T- Cam Johnson played pretty well. Landry Shamit, who he played for, who? I didn't realize he was on the Suns. Did he play for the Knicks? He was on the Sixers at one point. Um, oh Jesus! But the Suns, I, I think this kind of solidifies. Uh, what well, I feels very talks uh, talks sports talk radio for me to say, but I think this does solidify the Warriors as the best team in the West. I know that. Um, Guys are missing due to the everything going on right now protocol, but the uh, the Warriors really showed up. This is the first time Curry has like really played 
uh, he didn't even play that great, but he played very well on Christmas for the first time in his career. For sure. Um, and this is without Clay Thompson. Yeah. Which and, my goodness. and Wiseman, too. Not that Wiseman's a huge difference maker, but still just a guy. Oh, dude. And this is going to be a playoff preview. I hope at so. At some point. Or close to it, you know, if both teams can handle their business in their respective series, it's going to be another matchup down the stretch. Um, the Suns, man, they're never out of it. They're never out of any game. Uh, it happened uh, against the Grizzlies the other night. They were down. They came back up. Grizzlies fought. Tried to put them away. They couldn't put the Suns away. Next thing you know, CP3 has this team in the right direction. He is a true leader yeah. on any team that he's on. He took OKC to the playoffs. So uh, all props to CP3 uh, for leading. Because as you said, Booker was terrible from the field. But uh, the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the uh, NBA. I agree. Um, next up was the, I believe, the only interconference matchup: the uh, the Nets and the Lakers in the COVID Bowl. Uh, James Harden out of protocol, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant into protocol. Harden balled out. He had a thirty-six, ten, and ten triple double. He was ten of twenty-five from the field. Patty Mills thirty-four points. You would have thought he was playing against the Sixers with the numbers he put up. Bruce Brown had a good game. Nick Claxton only had nine points, but two of them were very big down the stretch and dunk over LeBron. Um, Langston Galloway back from the dead. LeBron was terrific, 39, 9, and 7. Westbrook had the Iguodala triple-double where you just barely get 10 of everything. Um, He was 4 for 20 from the field. Um, Dwight Howard, 6 minutes, 2 rebounds, uh, only 1 foul. Um, Malik Monk and Carmelo Anthony, 37 points off the bench. Darren Collison, welcome back to the NBA. Cool to see him back. Um, it was 102 to 82 after the third quarter. The Lakers were very heavy underdogs. They were like plus 600 going into the fourth quarter. And they, they no battled, battled all the way back, man. My parlay fell short. I needed Westbrook triple-double and a Lakers win, and they were very close to doing both. Um, I did have Westbrook triple-double on its own, so that made me some money, but um, – Worked out well. By the way, I had Kemba Walker first basket of the day. He hit that, so I felt good. I was like, Merry Christmas to hey. me. And then uh, <laughs> I had two random props I just picked up. We we stopped back at the house because I had to wrap some gifts. And I my my next wager was uh, Knicks to score on their next possession. And uh-huh. what will the outcome of the next Hawks possession be? And I put two-pointer, and they both hit. <laughs> so <laughs> I won like a random 25 bucks. I didn't even realize it until I was driving. I was like, oh, cool. My cousin texted me because I told him to take Kemba early in the day, but uh, I digress. Uh, Nets win 122-115. And then the nightcap, the Jazz, 120-116 over the Mavericks. This was the largest line. I believe it was six uh, heading into the game. It was actually 13 and a half. Jesus Christ. Um, So the Mavs played pretty well. Um, No Luka, as my entire browser closes. No Luka, but uh, Jalen Brunson and Kristaps Porzingis combined for 54 points. Uh, 71, actually, if you combine Porzingis, Brunson, and Nilakina. Brandon Knight back in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell, 33-3. and three. So Mitchell, Bogdanovich were both minus 18s in the plus-minus, and they both played upwards of 25 minutes. So it's weird how things work out sometimes. Jordan Clarkson, nice shot in the arm for the Jazz, as always, off the bench. He was a plus yeah. 22 in 12 minutes. I'm sorry, 26 minutes. And uh, Joe Ablo Inglés, 26 minutes. 
<laughs> he was a plus 24 off the bench. So the Jazz looking good. They're getting healthy, um, looking like a good team down the stretch. Or as we approach the midway point of the season, they'll probably get better and better down the stretch because they played together for so long. Um, nice nightcap. I fell asleep during it, though, and did not know who won until the morning. So that tells you all you need to know about the entertainment factor of it. The Jazz, Jazz, by the way, have never been on the road for uh, a Christmas game. They've only ever hosted them. Are they the uh, Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving? I guess. They just have to find a, a small market West Coast team, I guess. By the way, Jason Tatum's in his fifth year, I believe, in the NBA. He's played on Christmas every year of his career. That man needs to rust. Yeah. Tell me what his kid. So Christmas Day, good day of games. You were 5-0. and oh, I was 3-2. and two. However, I was 4-1 and one in wagering because I had um, Warriors plus 6 heading into the game. So uh, I, I was 3.5 and 2.5. On the day. That was a goose egg. I was over, yeah. and I'm not going to say the total. But let's just say it was well over five, well over five. Close to f- football was not much better. Um, Christmas Day felt a little weird because it did have football in there, but uh, the Browns and Packers played a pretty good game, 24-22 pack. Uh, the Browns really needed that game badly. Baker was 21 of 36, had four interceptions. He was sacked five times. Nick Chubb, 126 yards on the ground. Um, Aaron Rodgers did what he needed to do, 24 of 34 for one for two of two and three touchdowns. Rushing attack really wasn't there, but they got 107 yards from uh, Jones and Dillon. Um, the longest run of the day was 27 from Chubb, 27 from Jones, and a 30-yarder from uh, Dearness Johnson. I mean, I didn't really watch a ton of this game, so maybe you saw more, but I saw none of this game, yeah, <laughs> to be I, honest. Basketball I didn't really spend, I was watching basketball too. And then, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the Titans beat the Niners on Thursday, kind of shutting us both up. Caught a little bit of that yeah. when I got to the Airbnb I was staying at, but, uh, didn't really pay too much attention to it. Um, Colts cards was a weird one. Uh, yeah, we yeah, we were both wrong on that one. 22, 16 Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz, 225, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Jonathan Taylor, 108 yards. Michael Pittman, eight catches for 82 yards a week after I needed him to do that for me in fantasy. Kyler Murray, 245 and a touchdown, also a safety. Kyler Murray leading rusher for his own team. Chase Evans, uh, the running back, was the leading receiver. Zach Ertz, 854. Christian Kirk, seven for 48. AJ Green caught one ball. So, weird game. Cardinals considered to continue to sputter. And if they don't, get it right soon they're not going to be hosting any playoff games anytime soon dare i say this is the rgb 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 team of the week um if we're handing out mid-season awards the 2020 pittsburgh steelers award goes to the 2021 arizona cardinals <laughs> oh, just man. as a uh, as our midterm awards uh, following the season i will do a um a special segment where i award teams and players special uh, rgg awards but that's uh that's pretty much <laughs> it for that a couple baseball news and notes here to, uh, to touch on jeff passon um i believe the day before christmas eve so the day we actually recorded i believe or the day after we recorded jeff passon announced that the mlb players union and the uh, the owners would be possibly revisiting their negotiations after the new year oh. holiday so hopefully they can get something done um, i don't think either side's in a rush to get anything finished and then you don't uh, think? I doubt it because they're all just so motivated by money. I don't think they care. 
And then uh, the only other thing that's really happened is uh, Corey, I'm um, Corey, Kyle Seeger retired <laughs> earlier today. Um, yes, th- this was a surprise. Me. Yeah. 34 years old. His wife was the one that actually broke the news. And this shocked us for two different reasons. <laughs> it shocked me because I'm thinking this man just left the Dodgers, got paid on a new team and then retires. What's going on with this kid? And I realized it wasn't Corey, yeah. it was Kyle. I didn't know he existed. So my apologies, sir. Yeah, Kyle came up a few years before Corey. Um, both very similar players, though, when they first came up. And uh, Kyle, sadly, uh, leaves the game without having made a uh, playoff appearance. Damn. Uh, what was the other close. part that shocked you? Yeah. It was close. Oh, that was the one that shocked me for sure. <laughs> yeah, the uh, took caught me off guard because he was a free agent. I thought he was in, in a... In a good position because he came off a really good year, chance to make some money, maybe go play for a contender, and he's going to go play uh, wiffle ball in his backyard. I guess uh, he's got plans to do uh, family stuff. Do, do you think this is a product of what's going on with baseball, that the future is not guaranteed? And 11 years in, you made your bread. You know, you don't know when you'll play again and the whole – you know, everything that's going on in the world happening. So do you think that was just like, you know what, let me just hang it up. But he could just unretire in time for a postseason run type of thing. I don't know. I don't think he'll come back, but I, I do think that what's going on with baseball and I guess with, uh, huh, here I am with everything going on. He, uh, he probably just decided it was better. He's probably made some money. Decided it's best to just uh, stay home. Uh, he's got a good personality. Everybody loved him. And I think he'll, if he wants it, he could probably be a good, uh, like a TV analyst kind of guy. He's young. So he's got the ability to link, you know, at analysis with the other uh, people that watch the sport and the people that play it. Lord knows that baseball needs some, uh, some injection of some kind of youth and yeah. uh, something. Cause that sport is sad, sad to say, but it feels like it's dying. Yeah, Man, this isn't helping this lockout. So, nope. Baseball's injected itself with a lot of bad things in the past. Um, here's hoping that they inject it with something positive. Jesus. Um, update on my parlay though. I am one buddy healed three point away, and the Mavericks win from hitting a two for one parlay. On the basically two parlays that were the same. The second parlay I just added. The Grizzlies because they were an underdog and they had to win the game. Huh. So I am literally a buddy heel three point away in a Mavericks win from winning two parlays and walking away with two hundred dollars wow. on a ten dollar bet. What a way to end the year. Um uh, before we move have, on, you have breaking news. Yes, I do. And it does kind of go with baseball, but not really. Um I have to open up my phone because I'm on my iPad because my computer took a Oh my goodness! Maybe my computer has a Marion. I I don't want to think about the everything that's going on. Computer has a case of everything going on right now. Jesus! They might have to go to the protocol. I might take it. I might uh, chuck it into the Atlantic Ocean. Get the salt water out of it. Uh, let me pull it up right here. Uh, found this out, uh, <clears throat> Rob. Uh, breaking news! Breaking news! Let me see if I can truly pull this up. Did you know former? WFAN star Mike Francesca is mulling a return to broadcasting at 67. Oh, please do. He'll become a 
he will become an unrestricted media free agent effective at midnight this Friday. Uh, nobody's going to sign him. Um, I didn't hey. know. So he retired once. He retired again. He said he wasn't going to do it again and come back. And he came back. The thing is, he's still on the contract with WFAN. He just doesn't do his show anymore. He does little bits and pieces here and there for the show and for the company. Yeah. But he said once he becomes a free agent, he will never go back to WFAN. Not because there's bad ill will. It's just he paid his dues. He did his time. He retired. He's trying to do something different. Yeah. So what he did is uh, in 2019, I believe the beginning of the year, Maybe the end of eighteen, he actually retired from uh from six to or from two to six or whatever it was. Uh, the, like afternoon drive time, he unretired because they kind of needed him because their ratings were tanking a little bit. Came back and then he he launched an app for eight ninety nine a month. Um, his yeah, app you correct. get some exclusive content content. In September of two thousand nineteen, he made the app completely free. He signed with radio.com. He was still working for WFAN. Why why do I know all this? He um <laughs> he, uh, he signed was a rights deal uh... with radio.com. The app became free. It, everything was unlocked on there for two months until the app died. I think I still have it on my phone. It's called Mike's On. Um yeah, you can see it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, but he went to radio.com, had an exclusive show on there. Then he started only doing radio.com. Then he left. Now it's like Craig Carton, somebody else, but um, maybe his time, maybe he just wants to do something else. My guess is it'll be serious or he'll just do another thing with radio.com and maybe do it like a Saturday morning show. He did mention when he was announcing his official second retirement that he might do like a weekly show on like a Saturday or a Sunday, but I don't know. I, I he He's a great dad for everything I've seen. So I think he just wants to spend time with his family. I don't think he'll go anywhere. Maybe he'll go to MLB Network or something. That would be Network would be nice or... Do you think he'll do something in the tri-state area? Like, so, uh, you know, SNY or something like that? Maybe. I could see him being called. like a Yankees correspondent or something on TV, but anything well, that requires travel, you probably won't want to do that. Well, both. He would do Mets. <laughs> and um, I, you know what I could see happening? I don't think they'll do it because Mad Dog is pretty good on his own. But uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo has, um, has his own show, High Heat, on MLB Network. Maybe they'll have mm. him come in once a week and work with him. Because they did a reunion show in 2017 or 18, that was actually pretty good. Uh, we'll see what happens there. I did not know that though, so I appreciate you bringing it up. Uh, normally, I'm the one that knows everything about Mike Francesa, but uh, do you think uh, he'll bring uh, Mike after dark? Mike after dark? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh, breaking news. Thought you would uh, appreciate it. And some, well. somehow I didn't hear about this. Hey man. Google is a wonderful place. You hit that uh, Google.com. It gives you like a rundown of, of news before you type in Google in the Google search. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I just happen to see it. I'm like, ah, look at this. Give me my own breaking news for the second today. But uh, yeah, should we go right into the week 16 review? Yeah, let's go through this a little bit. Um, so... I'll read off kind of the final scores. I don't really have a whole lot to add to a lot of these, so we're just going to kind of blow through these. Uh, after we do the, uh, the the scores and everything, you have a couple bullet points you'd like to touch on. So we'll do that. Um, let's just start at the top. Uh, that's the wrong week. All right, so the Eagles beat the Giants 34-10. to 10. Jake Fromm looked terrible. Mike Lennon looked worse. 
Eagles look pretty good. Gardner <laughs> Mitchell wants to start. Um, we will. Ooh. We're we're going to touch on the Eagles in the next segment. So let's just yeah. not touch that for the time being. The over hit by three points. Um, Titans beat the Niners twenty seventeen <laughs> on a field goal from Fat Randy. Packers beat the Browns. Colts beat the Cards. Falcons beat the Lions twenty to sixteen. Lions continue to fight. Falcons are fighting for their playoff lives. They're within striking distance. They need a lot to happen, but they have a chance to get in. Uh, Bengals over the Ravens. Your boys are My boys. looking good. Nine and six. At the right time, hitting on all cylinders. Yeah. And they have embraced the underdog circa Eagles when they did the underdog's mask. I tell you now, watch out, Bengals, Super Bowl. Yeah, Mark very Mark. impressive. Very impressive. They've done a uh, a good job. Um, the Rams defeated the Vikings. Uh, neither of us are ever picking the Vikings again. Rams are in told you. prime position to win the division now. Vikings are now relying on a lot to happen. So the Eagles lucked out. The Saints lost and the Vikings lost. Uh, Bills beat the Pats. I believe you had the Pats. I had the Bills. Uh, that just felt like a, a statement game for – I thought Josh Allen was the best quarterback on Sunday outside of Joe Burrow. I didn't uh, see the game. I can only imagine. The Jets defeated the Jaguars in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, <laughs> Buccaneers pounded the Panthers. Awesome. Yeah, they did. Texans shocked the world after we joked about this game. They beat the Chargers <laughs> 41-29. Chargers, uh, I think I'm officially out on them. I'm in on Justin Herbert. I'm in, not even in on Brandon Staley. I'm out on the Chargers. They suck. Um, what do you? What about you? They have joined the illustrious list of teams I will never pick. And, never uh, pick. Joel, two games left. The Texans have four wins. So the best you can get is a push. <laughs> no. That's why I was rooting for the Jags. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, large, oh. large Nicholas Nicholas 25 24 over Seattle. The Bears win on a two point conversion. What a gutsy call in the fourth quarter! Great game from the Bears. Um, terrible Yo, game Harbaugh. for the Seahawks. I'm out on the Seahawks. Harbaugh, Ravens, take notes. This is how you convert a two points. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying Matt Nagy is a better coach than Jim than John Harbaugh. He can execute a two point conversion yeah. like nobody else yeah. can. I'm out on the Seahawks, too. They stink. Uh, Chiefs beat oh, yeah, the Steelers. Well. Chiefs scored a lot. The uh, Steelers scored a little. I barely hit the over in that game. <laughs> uh, Raiders beat the Broncos in a pretty good game, 17 All right. Cowboys beat the football team a lot to a little. They should not have broadcast that live on TV. That was uh, borderline <laughs> rape. And then the Dolphins beat the Saints in a game that I pretty much wanted to pull my eyes out of my face because that game was so bad. <laughs> So the first yeah. quarter was pretty fun, and then I was like, oh, this is how it's going to go for the rest of the game. I'm out. We were talking about it before we started coming up, before we came on. I went very low risk on a same-game parlay, and I parlayed both defenses to score. And the first touchdown of the game was the Dolphins' defense. I'm like, oh, I'm on easy street. Two was going to throw a pick. Somebody's <laughs> going to fumble. Nothing happened. The Saints stink. Um, Ian Book is better than Taysom Hill, though. Really? A better I didn't see much of the game. I mean, he only threw for 135. He threw two egregious picks, but he's... Oh, my better. God. Kamara couldn't even get his over in uh, reception. Now, you have a couple uh, couple talking points you want to get to. I want to let you kind of take the reins here. 
because I think the people are tired of hearing my voice. But uh, I need a rope. I need what are a your rope. Uh, I need a rope. What are your bullet points of the week? First, before I go into that, two minutes left in this game. It's tied 90, Mavs and Kings. Buddy Heald has yet made another three. I might just jump off the uh, Albany Bridge here in Atlantic City. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is tragic. Um, yeah. First note of business, Colts. They're, they are just like my Bengals, streaking at the right time, but Lord Carson... Mr. Unvaccinated himself has gotten COVID in the last couple of days. And now he's in the protocol and he is pretty much done for the season, looks like, I guess. For the whole protocol, COVID got be vaxxed. Well, with the new rules, stuff. I think he could be back for next week, but they may not need him. I don't know. Because it's five days regardless of, uh, of your status. As long as you don't have uh, symptoms or you can pass two tests. That's the thing. We don't know. Who knows? Hopefully he does pass them, but no. But uh, apparently the Colts called Philip Rivers back like, hey, buddy, we need you. <laughs> of all people, they call Philip Rivers. Crazy to say because Philip Rivers was a longtime Charger. Does what, one or two stints in Indianapolis, and now one he's there. like their savior. And uh, the, the Saints also reached out to Drew Brees. That is nasty. To I say. think I think Bree sent them a photo of the golf course that he was on. <laughs> um, That's funny as well. So before you jump to the next one, uh, just like every year in Philadelphia, Carson Wentz good enough to get them to the playoffs, and his backup fills in the blanks as we approach the playoffs. Sam Ellinger this year gets to be the gets to play the role of Mick Foles. Um, We'll see what happens in, uh, in Indy. That's if he's even able to play. I don't even know what's going to happen this week. I'm assuming that the, that uh, Wentz won't play, but I also don't care. The Eagles are going to pick either way. Yeah, right. That's what I said at work. Like, did we get the first round? All right, I can care less now. Yeah, at this point, who um, cares? Uh, obviously, you don't want him to be hurt or sick or anything, but I don't really care if he plays or not. It's just going to um, add more fuel to this Jonathan Taylor MVP BS. Flat earthers. Join that because that's not true. It's not happening. Just get I'm, over it. I'm over very that. annoyed by that. Derrick Henry deserved MVP last year. And if you're going to give it to Taylor this year for rushing for fewer yards, I'm out on it. Buddy healed. He's one not for a, four from three. He's not even on the floor. He's, he's, <laughs> fuck you, man. This sucks. <laughs> I can't. I, didn't, I thought he was a starter. So I confidently put him at two threes. If I had known he was on the bench, I would have never touched it. Never touched him. Oh, yeah, they're tied at 92 in the fourth. Um, uh, the, oh, the five God. kings on the floor are uh, Fox, Barnes, Halliburton, Bagley, and Holmes, the five starters. Uh, Heald right now has the fewest points of any of uh, king. He's uh, one for five from the field, one for four on threes, two turnovers, and a foul in 22 minutes. He uh, is. Thank God we didn't get him. Well, wow, he looks um, very right, hit or miss. He had a, he had got three games tonight, 21 his last game, two the night before, and then 16, 18, 29. So he's actually been okay, but he's been hit or miss lately. Um, go right ahead. He will fall in line with the Vikings and the other team that we mentioned. I Chargers. will never pick you. I will never pick you. Um, my next one is the RGGB, RGGB, RGGBG Eagles. They're finally getting right at the right time. They're getting hot. And uh, Lane Johnson, 
ladies and gentlemen, got his first career touchdown. East Texas, I believe, was the play call. What do you make of it? So that was the first Eagles offensive lineman to score a touchdown in, I think, 10 years. It was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. If anybody deserved a touchdown, it was him. Um, unrelated, eh. but somewhat related. I was uh, I was flattered to see that if you look at the Eagles post on Instagram about him scoring a touchdown, uh, in the likes, you'll find Travis Fulgham, Corey Clement, Zach Ertz, and Chris Long. Former Eagles. Yeah, a bunch of former Eagles. So that tells you how much people love Lane Johnson. He's great. Yeah. I met him. The big dude. Big. He seems like such a cool guy. Eh, I mean, they're they're all private plane. They might all be pricks. He was on Stone Cold's podcast. The only episode of Steve Austin's pod I've ever listened to is the one with Lane Johnson. And he was on for a while. That was like a long interview. Usually they give him like 20 minutes, but he was on for like 45. It was great. I got to go out and find that. It's good. It's from like, Um, it's from 2017. It's right after they won the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. Or 18. (laughs) I'm sorry. He was on a high for sure, still. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. The next one, uh, like you already said, Texans shocked the PA Turnbuckle community and the Chargers. <laughs> I can't believe that. Just I, I'm not shocked. And, I'm a, I'm out on the Chargers. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm out on them. I'm in on Herbert. I'm out on them. They stink. Yeah, they officially stink. They are just cheap. Yeah, they just can't build anything. They played and they well. Got that spaceship. They they played team. well against the uh, the Chiefs. They lost. They played great against the Bengals. They won. But uh, those two games were really the standout games for them. I, I think I can see them sputtering out of control the rest of the way. We'll do our picks on Friday, but uh, I think I'm out on them. Chargers are that team that look forward to playing their division and their most hated rival out of the division. Everything yeah. else they can care. They can care less. They can care less about making the playoffs. They can care less about anything. They just well, want to beat their division. I don't know when Craziness. else I'll be able to throw this in there, but uh, Nick Sirianni has the best record among rookie coaches. He's tied with Brandon Staley right now at eight and seven. So everybody called him a, a BS hire and thought Staley was the guy. Sirianni, right now, is probably on pace to go ten and seven and have the best record among rookie coaches, and then get zero votes for coach of the year because he probably didn't beat any playoff teams. Aside from he has Dallas, the nastiest, he has the nastiest facial hair though of all time. Um, you're like, so grow the beard under the chin. You might as well have a pencil uh, beard in, at in the beard. Point. Um, my goodness i'm excited for you Traffic. to read the uh the very last bullet point but you got one more before <laughs> it this one i thought was funny the bears are who we thought they were i think the seahawks are who we thought they were true they true suck they, they are terrible <laughs> i don't care how many dk metcalfs and uh ghosts of russell wilson's past and ghosts of tyler lockett's past you have on that team they stink they get they gave away so much to get jamal adams and he is He's fine, but they gave up how many picks to get a, a safety? I'm out. The Jets won that one. They stink. Yeah, the Jets did win that one. That's uh, speaking of Francesca, <laughs> that is probably the most right he's been about anything in the last five years. Was the the whole Jamal Adams? I'm good. They're bad. Don't group me in with the Jets thing. He was out on Adams from the beginning. That's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, good yeah, for the Bears. Like, I can't. I mean, the Russell Wilson might be in the NFC East, or he might go to the Saints next year. I don't think he'll be in Seattle. Um, and the last one, the Cowboys rubbed their nutsack and shaft all over Washington in a 56 to 19 or 10 blowout in Dallas. And then WFT fight themselves on the sideline with little uh, fingers to the face type of thing. 
by the D linemen, I believe. It was just a complete mess by Washington. They they were unraveling before our very eyes on prime time television. <laughs> yeah, it's, that was pretty bad. Jesus Christ! I'll get to yeah, uh, I'll get to that in a little bit when we do our W's and our L's. But uh, there was something within there that was uh, that that game was pathetic. Um, WT <laughs> fighting themselves was awful. So, Joel, the Eagles have a chance to make the playoffs. They uh, they are. Oh. They do the one they have the they have the ability to do one thing that you almost always hope to be able to do, but control not always have the chance to do, and that's control your own destiny. And that's all you can ask for when you're not yeah. relying on other teams and you're just relying on yourself. So if they win their final two games, they play at at uh, at the football team and then home versus Dallas, they are in. This is um for what it's worth, this is they started the season two and five. This is the 12th time in uh, franchise history they began a season winning only two of the first seven games, and they have never made the playoffs in such an instance. Um, Sirianni has this team kind of running the ball better. Um, still no veterans on the coaching staff, but they're kind of overcoming it. Granted, they have not beaten a playoff team yet. They have only beaten one team over 500, I believe, or maybe two. Depending, I don't forget how Denver's record is, but beat the Saints, that's it. They beat the Giants, who stink. Washington was missing after team. They beat the Falcons, who probably stink. Beat the Lions, who definitely stink. Broncos are probably the only good win they've had, and the Saints are missing almost every quarterback in the world. So, listen, I understand it's a lot of. They, well, they had to, the Panthers. Oh, that's right, the Panthers too, who were my Your Panthers. Was, my Panthers, who they have fallen all the way off. The uh, the Panthers. If I can liken the Panthers to uh, something else that this podcast is adjacent to, the Panthers are the Michael Carter Williams of the 2021. NFL season because they started off hot 3-0. Carter Williams had almost a quadruple double in his debut and then MCW fell all the way off into a cave, the same cave that uh, Chappelle was living in. That's where the Panthers are now. The Panthers have three quarterbacks and the the one that is the best is probably not playing because they got to play Super Cam going two for 38 with a seven passer rating and uh, Sam Darnold who's seeing ghosts. Yeah, That team... Listen, I, I wanted to give Matt Rule the benefit of the doubt, but it he's got to go find a quarterback because the three guys he's got combined aren't even a good quarterback. What 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 would you take back more? What are you more embarrassed about? The your Panthers take, the Robbie Anderson like drool fest that you had on all year, or the Giants winning the division or making the playoffs? Because so, they both look tragic right now. So I, th- I felt a little bit more strongly about the Panthers. I thought that they were more of a breakout team. I thought the Giants were the best of a, a lousy bunch. Uh, the Giants, however, uh, and we'll get to them when we do our W's and our L's, they are pathetic. And uh, I feel bad for – I'm friends with a couple of Giants fans. I have uh, I, I, some good people in my life who are Giants fans, and I feel badly for them, but – the way that their fans talk, the way that their stupid media members talk, the way that their players acted after the Eagles tank last year, that the four-win Giants team wanted to get in the playoffs, I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing the Giants. I, I, they should be relegated to the XFL. Get the uh, the D.C. defenders into the NFL in 2023 if the Giants don't get over 500 next year. Joe Judge can go coach in the XFL too. And he can, and take, he, he, can, he can take Daniel Jones with him. I, I did feel better about the Panthers. I, I was hoping that they could maybe fix Sam Darnold, which at this point seems like an insurmountable task. 
um, Anderson and, you know, DJ Moore felt like a pretty good combo though. They did. And Christian McCaffrey coming back healthy and Chuba Hubbard. They they felt like they had what, what could be a good team. And the Panthers did well drafting on the defensive end on the defensive side of the ball. But I think maybe they were just a case of uh, a pretty difficult schedule and also maybe a year away from being um, uh, like a, a contender, maybe not a contender, but like a, a, an uptick in productivity. They're, they're more of a, uh, a work in progress, I suppose. Whereas the giants are kind of just a, they're not even a work in progress. It's just like they're molded, but the, 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 the sum of all the parts is just not good enough. They're, they remind me a little bit of different circumstances for sure. But the Phillies, how it's like, they're kind of close to a finished product, but it's just not good enough. You're being too modest. It's not like they, the Giants have a lot of young guys who are they're going to get there. No, they have a lot of vets on that team, and <clears> if they don't figure it out now, I don't. They're going to have to strip it down for parts and be sad for another five years. And I got to listen to their stupid fans. <laughs> but with the Panthers, take you're being too honest. They are literally a quarterback away from being an actual like contender in that you could be right. division. Yeah, you could very well be right. They have uh, three quarterbacks, and they're shuffling them around like musical chairs and anderson's been kind of lousy this year yeah that was that, that was a desperation move listen uh, pj walker probably if you give him the ball I don't, I don't think he's great but i think he's he's fine there's no reason pj walker can't do what T- taylor heineke's been doing Facts. heineke's also caught lightning in a bottle he's also more motivated because he was you know pretty much came from nothing he was living on his sister's couch pretty close to going and getting like a, a retail job and he got a call from uh from washington last year but PJ Walker, I think, almost, has the tools to be pretty good. And Rule believes I think he almost beat I think he almost beat Tampa Bay in Tampa. Well, he almost beat year. him in Washington last year in the playoffs. Oh, Washington, Washington. They yeah, had him at so. home and they lost by a touchdown. And he did beat him this year. Yeah. Heineke, you think Heineke's on that list with Nick Foles? <laughs> that when Tom Brady sees him, he'll never shake his hand. Uh well, Brady will beat him at some point, so he's gonna shake his hand. I, I honestly I mean, don't know he, he where to Heineke reminds me of like a lesser Derek Carr who feels like my my comparison for a lot of guys where it's just like he's he's got the tools but like is he too far along to develop I think Taylor Heineke might be the best case scenario for Daniel Jones and uh, right now Daniel Jones looks like he's you know a sneeze away from leaving the NFL as sad as that <laughs> is because he does have some tools I think if he were on a different team he'd be in a, let me ask you a question I don't want to get too off task. If you took Joe Burrow off the Bengals and put Daniel Jones on the Bengals, how many wins do you think that they will have? The Bengals? I think they're what eight and seven, right? Or nine and six? Do you think would, how, how many left? How many fewer wins do you think they would have? I'll just say this: they'll be a top three uh, team heading into the draft. Oh, you think they're that? So you don't think anything of Daniel Jones? I think there's something there. <laughs> I'm a Bengals. No. If you t- if you no. swapped Daniel Jones for Burroughs is that good. Burroughs is that oh, well, good. he is, but I mean it's also a product of having three dangerous receivers on that team. He's got Jamar Chase. He didn't have Jamar everything. Chase last year. Well, didn't they didn't have, have Joe, they, didn't, they didn't have Joe Burrow last year though. He tore his ACL. Is, he was but, good before he tore his ACL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. But look, uh Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and uh, and Tyler Nixon. Boyd, who everybody forgets about. One of the best teams. By the way, is, is T. Higgins the most underrated player in the NFL? Yeah. 
maybe not maybe not underrated maybe uh, this good but not talked about enough forgettable yeah yeah because he does fall because people know about boyd people know about um wig or wiggins um chase and they know about uh mixon and they obviously know about burrow um he seems kind of like a uh who's the who's the guy on the jaguar marvin jones how like marvin jones was always like really good but nobody really talked about him yeah. That's kind of where I view T. Higgins. I think he's really good. I think he very well could have been a first round of the year. He got drafted that year that uh that uh what's his name was Ruggs went in the first round, Judy went in the first round, Lamb went in the first round, Jalen Rager, uh Justin Jefferson went in the first round. I think Higgins could have very well been a first rounder that year. That was probably the Jaylen best receiver draft. Hey, Regular had a decent game this week too. I'll give him some credit where credits due. He had a good punt return, made a couple Hurts. catches in the Washington game. I hope that they can figure Hurts it out. Hurts loves him. Hurts loves him. That's why. Hurts loves throwing to guys that will drop the ball, so Hurts doesn't have to take accountability for the Eagles losing games. Um, the game against the Giants where he threw it up twice to Rager. I know he should have caught at least one of those two, but you have a better chance of throwing it up to in a 50-50 scenario to Devontae Smith, and he comes down with it. Then you do yeah. throw it to a Rager in a 60-40. Beside the point, um, I hope the Panthers figure it out. I don't hope the Giants figure it out. But to answer your question, I'm a little bit more embarrassed by the Giants because I didn't believe it as much. I should have just gone safer and picked any of the other three teams. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I'll just never let it down. Like, now, you are the Giants. Now, has Trevor Lawrence been a disappointment in the NFL? Or, dude, no, he's it's been one less than a year. This is his first year. Give me, let me see him next year without Urban Meyer kicking uh kickers. Let me see how that dances. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me a, a respectable coach like Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, dude, how cool would it be to see Byron Leftwich back with the Jags as quarterback? Probably, well, he's a He's probably getting an interview as far as I as far as I read. I don't know if it was somebody suggesting it or if something that that they're just doing, but I would hire him. I would too. He seems like a good mind. And he's he's younger, so he might be more in that like McVeigh role where you might be able to keep him for 10 plus years and get some longevity out of him. If I was Jacksonville, yeah, I would go with Byron Leftwich. It's like a home pick. You yeah, know? there's that home connection there. Guy. Yeah. Uh because Bienemy, if he does leave, you're not gonna get him. But Bienemy wouldn't go there unless he would like to do a rebuilding thing. Yeah, I and think have he's, Trevor Lawrence. He's not leaving unless it's a perfect situation. I could see Bienemy going to the Bears, which is still not a perfect situation. But I think he's more likely to just take over when Reed retires if he does anytime soon. But Reed's got Mahomes. Mahomes is keeping him young over there. There's no reason for Andy Reed to retire unless he just wants to get away from it. Unless he wants to get away from uh, Mahomes' and his brother. I think if Andy gets um, another, he'll be there. Um, so to put a bow on this, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say the Bears is a team I would never coach. They are like the Chargers, cheap. They don't know how to find a quarterback. When they do, they don't know how to surround them with any pieces. But have good years. And granted, you have good years. Granted, they did go to the Super Bowl that one year with Levy Smith, but that was all credit <laughs> to the defense. That was a great but, team, though. That was with Cutler, was right? Cutler? Or was it Kyle Orton? Or no, was that Kyle Rex Grossman? Grossman? I think it was Rex Grossman, actually. 
Rex Gross. But that tells you all you need to know. They had uh, they had Devin Hester in a defense. They had the uh, Trent Dilfer Baltimore Ravens all over again. Or the Nick Foles Philadelphia Eagles. No, Nick Foles is a god. Don't you ever besmirch this man's name like Nick that. Nick Foles had eight good quarters. Baby, it's all you need him in, in the second half of the season. Playoff time. This is his yeah. month. People forget about how bad Foles was in the regular season that year. He had the one game against the Giants with the four touchdowns. He made two good throws in the Rams game, and he was abysmal in the Dallas game and terrible in the in the, in the Raider Stop. game on Christmas. Stop. Stop. And he was terrible in the first half against Atlanta. <laughs> Stop. This man is the new Robert Ory of the NFL. He can come in, big shot down the playoff. If you have him as a backup and you're a playoff team and your quarterback goes, your quarterback doesn't even have to go down. Just sit your starting quarterback when playoff comes in. Let Foles run the show. Get to the Super Bowl. If, uh, sold on Nick Foles. if Foles starts last year against the Saints in the playoffs, do you think they win that game over the MVP, Mitchell Trubisky? Yes. So, for what it's worth, it's too late to do this. And it, it's, it makes no sense now. But I, I had it in my notes for episode one. One of my oh bold, my one. One of my bold predictions was going to be Mitch Trubisky wins a playoff game. And and I almost want to see it happen. Now, I don't want to see Josh Allen get hurt, but I think it's 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 the most likely of my my things at this point. Because it wasn't on my list, but Belichick's not retiring. Corey Davis is dead. The Bills didn't really spiral out of control. It, could you imagine if Trubisky wins a playoff game? Amazing. Now, you know, he Josh Allen doesn't have to get hurt. All he needs to get it's a little bit of the what's what's going on all over the place. That you know what I'm talking about. That's all he needs. And here comes Mitchell Trubisky. One thing leads one thing leads to another. Trubisky's either quarterback in the Panthers or the Giants next year, and we're either laughing at him or I'm crying. Um, I just want to put a bow on this segment. Do you think the Eagles want to win the next two games and make the playoffs? Now, you said, obviously, they win out, they're in. Yes. Is there any other scenario? Like A lot of things have to happen, or is it small? So I would have, have to go really, into detail. I, I would imagine if they, they can't lose both, obviously. Uh, yeah. They would need to win one, and I think they would need the Saints, the Falcons, and the Vikings to all lose one also. Uh, or at least the Saints, question? the Saints and the Vikings, actually, because they have a game up on the Falcons. To answer your question. And the Niners, too. I'm sorry. Uh, I see them going one and one. I would I if you had to give me gun to my head, I would say one and one. But I would too. Money wise, money wise, I would I can see them winning both games. WFT, they're spiraling out of control, but they just got embarrassed on what Sunday night football. They're gonna be at home, they're gonna look out for blood. I agree. And you know, it's a division game, so they're going to play a little tough. God knows what the weather's going to be like in Washington. And then Dallas coming to Philly. Dallas has already clinched the division for the most part. Oh, yeah, they have. So this is more of sticking it to your rival. Do you want to lose to your rival as you go into the playoffs? So this no. this game, no. this Dallas game, and I, I want to call back a little bit something I said in the first episode as well. But this Dallas game, a lot of people think Dallas won't need. I think they will. But if they do bench guys, the Eagles will obviously win. 
Um, in the first episode of the season, I said this Eagles team reminds me a little bit of the 2016 Eagles team where they might be good enough to be competitive but not quite be playoff ready. And if you remember 2016 season, the Eagles beat the Cowboys week 16, week 17 in a meaningless game yeah. when they didn't start the starters. Romo played his final game that year in that game oh. through a touchdown pass. Um, so there's a parallel you can draw. Ah, are you right. saying what I think you're saying? So they would e have to look. A G L E S Eagles playoffs. Uh, I think they're going to make the playoffs in spite of themselves. I don't think they're going to do themselves any favors. I can see Hertz playing like crap in one of these games and being bailed out by the defense, or being bailed out by how bad Washington is, or bailed out by Gardner Minshew. Minshew, who wants to start, by the way. So you can have. You can you see a scenario where Hertz plays god awful and it's a you want to get in the playoffs? Do everything you can. You're throwing Minshew. And Minshew wins. And Minshew starts in the playoffs. Imagine. So he's the hot hand. Good God. All right. If you if you want to play quarterback in this league, be a backup in Philadelphia. You're guaranteed to play at some point in the it's season. It's the old adage. The two most popular athletes in Philadelphia are the backup goalie and the backup quarterback. <laughs> so um as we move on, we're going to take a look yeah. back at the year 2021. Um, a lot has happened in 2021. I have a, a three pages of timeline notes. Joel has a top five moments for 2021 you want to get into. Um, yeah. Would you like to do that before I read the anthology here? Or we're actually going to alternate this. So when we do the list here that I have, um, I'm going to do all the sports stuff and Joel will do all of the pop culture stuff. But um, first, he has a top five list. Um, I was unaware we were doing a top five, which is why I'm unprepared. So just like everybody uh, out there, I'm going to put my feet up and listen. <laughs> All right. I have to pull it out. I'm going to go. I'm, gonna say, I'm, not, I'm not professional. All right. <clears throat> All right. My top five moments in my top five moments, uh, 2021. Number five, Adele. Do you know who Adele is? That's uh, Rich Paul's girlfriend. Yes, that girl. That queen, by the way. Dropped a new album, 30, what it's called. And it's her return after five years from her last album. I haven't listened to it, but Adele is back, ladies and gentlemen. That's all you need to know. That that alone hits number five out of all the things. She could have dropped it today. It would still make number five out of what had happened the last 11 months of the year. Well, so Adele, number five. Adele could fall on me, and I wouldn't know who she is. <laughs> if she fell on you, just get paid, brother. Just get paid. That's all I said. Just get paid nonetheless. <laughs> Slip and fall. Uh, yeah. Number four, more serious topic. Sports a little bit related but not too much. Simone Biles, the great American uh, gymnastics, gymnastics, I don't know. Gymnast, Gymnast whatever. Yes. Uh, dropping out of the Olympics earlier this year, and then it spread this entire cultural debate about mental health, especially in athletics or in athletes. I thought that was uh, telling her and uh, Naomi Saki, I want to say. 
I'm butchering her name, the tennis player. They both dropped out of their respective sports tournaments due to mental health and exhaustion. And I think that was something telling that mental health is more prevalent, being more openly talked about, and in sports as well, because that old adage, if you're like, you're not mentally tough, you're like perceived as some weakness or weak or whatever. So, yeah. The Kings won on a buzzer beater by Chimizi Metu. That doesn't help me because I needed the Mavericks to win. That alone, I don't need to see what Buddy Hell uh, yeah. did. Joe that texted me. I saw it was 95-94. Joe texted me and said that they won on the buzzer beater. So um, I hope you had the over for Chimizi Metu threes. Didn't I don't even know who that is. I think it's tight, I guess. Um, all right, number three. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle interview with Oprah in which Prince Harry and Meghan Markle exposed the royal family in their racism. That thing blew up like like candy. I don't know. It was crazy. My number two, which is a two-for-one, Biden becomes president, yay, whatever, whatever. But it also led to the greatest meme to kick off 2021, and that is of one young Bernie Sanders showing up, yes, Rob, showing up to the presidential inauguration, wearing his mittens, and sitting with his arms crossed far away from anybody. It was by far the greatest meme. Just kick off 2021. That, my friend, is number two. That's a two for one for you. See, I'll slide that one in. And before I get to my, before I get to my number one, some honorable mentions, uh, Squid Game. I, ha- I haven't seen the movie or whatever that is. Still know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> me or you? I don't know. Nothing it could about be, it, it could be a was... song by Adele for all I know. Definitely not a song by Adele. Um, that anyway. and the other one and the other big moment that happened in 2025 is I'll just name it because we talked about it in nauseum. The Redacted Barbecue. And then I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That just missed the top five. If Adele didn't drop her album, that would be number five. Oh, geez. That's how powerful Adele is. All right. So, all right. My number one is Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. Oh, I the forgot movement all about wins. that. The movement wins and it ends her conservatorship. Britney Spears is a free woman. She's a free agent. Day. She and Mike Francesa are free to team up on a super team. I'll take Britney Spears. I'll put her on my team. I, yeah, sure, as long as she's not crazy. Um, oh, no. So that's a great list. I uh, I actually forgot about the uh, the Britney stuff. I, I would have thought that was a 2020 thing because of how weird it was. Um, yeah. Good call on the Bernie meme. I was going to put that on here, but I couldn't figure out what day it was. Um, so we have a timeline here. Um, it is not yeah. precisely... Um, Labeled, however, I have it in chronological order with the exception of one thing, which was just February, which I don't have the precise date. So Joelle's going to read off the pop culture events. I'm going to read off the sports events and the sports adjacent events, like say anybody who's, who passed away. So I have all the uh, important um, passings as well as a bunch of important events on here. Um, so do you have the list in front of you? Oh my God, it just loaded. <laughs> this is an impressive list, sir. I tried my best. Yes. So, well, so the first one on here, 
There's a good one. No way. This Man, was. How did uh, I miss that one? Yeah, uh, well, you didn't know. So, Joel, you want to just kick Gordon us off? Gordon Hayward. Or... Yes. January 6th. I was going to make Gordon the same Hayward. joke. <laughs> Gordon Hayward, Cooper Cup, and Adam Thielen storm the Capitol. <laughs> We're already dying. Yes. January 6th. The Capitol stormed, as Rob has here, where all these uh, patriotic people, let's just say, stormed the nation's capital and destroyed property. And maybe, what, five of them went to jail? This is crazy. Out of a thousand. Um, So, unfortunately, this list, (laughs) sadly, this list has a lot more passings than it does good things, but a lot of wonderful people. Uh, January 7th, Tommy Lasorda, the former Dodgers manager, passed away at 93. His wife actually passed at, uh, on September 20th as well at 91 years old. Damn, people. Yeah. Um, I believe on the same day, Yep. Elon Musk becomes the world's richest man, surpassing Amazon's Jeff Bezos. Uh, four that was then, but I think, yeah. I, think Bezo, I think Bezos by now probably claimed probably. that spot. That might that. be one of those things that just kind of fluctuates. Um, January 11th, Alabama defeats Ohio State 52-20 in the national championship. I made a bunch of money that night. Mac Jones, 464 <laughs> yards, five touchdowns. Devontae Smith, 12 catches, 215 yards, and three in, uh, touchdowns. January 14th, but this, is, uh, this is setting up for something later. Uh, January 14th, the Jacksonville Jaguars of the National Football League hire former Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer to be the head coach of their football team. Um, we'll get to that later. January 19th, Don Sutton, former pitcher, passed away at 75. Dodgers, Astros, Brewers, A's pitcher. Wow. Yeah. Don Sutton. Uh, January 20th, the next day, Joe Biden, as I already uh, talked about, was inaugurated. Harris becomes first vice female vice president and first minority vice president, as well as the infamous Bernie Sanders meme was created right there and then the same day Uh, a couple days later january 22nd hank aaron passes away at 89 years old he's second time in home runs behind barry this next one this next one though my goodness so i forgot all about this one oh my god uh legendary late night talk show host larry king dies at the age of 87 wow January 28th, John Chaney, legendary Temple college basketball coach, That's passes right. away, turned 89 only eight days prior. Oh, my God. That's so that, the next one you're about to read, I couldn't find the actual date. It just said February. So Oh, yeah, to, I saw it. At the beginning. It said, it said right there. February 1st. No, no, excuse me. What were my minutes? All of February, <laughs> this happened. Uh, Kim and Kanye announced that they are filing for doors. It was a month long marathon i believe this year was a leap year so the 29th also included kim and kanye announcing that they're filing for divorce uh february 2nd screech from saved by the bell dustin diamond uh passed at the age of 44 that was shocking it was i another thing i don't know how much you saw the show oh i watched it a bunch with my sister when i was younger it it wasn't so it's closer to your guys's um like childhoods but I watched it a lot with what, her when she would babysit me and everything. Because um, giving our ages away, man. I'm sorry. Uh, you're <laughs> 26. 
Um, February 7th, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 55 by a score of 31 to 9. Um, Tampa Bay became Christ, Tampa Bay became the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Tom Brady wins MVP and also his seventh ring, first one away from Bill Belichick. Uh, Bruce Arians wins his first ring. Uh, Gronk comes out of retirement, wins a ring. Antonio Brown, a bunch of cool guys got rings. Um, but that game was awful. I hated every second of it. So, Joel, I made money on the coin toss. I put 25 bucks on heads or whatever it was. I did, so Pat McAfee put like 38 grand on tails, I think. I faded yeah. it, put $25, made almost as much money. Um, and I also bet the Bucks week one to win the Super Bowl. So I made some money that night, but I lost a bunch on Barley. So I don't, I, I'm sure you and I were in the same boat. I don't uh, remember much, but I'm pretty sure I was working. I made nachos and buffalo chicken dip. And uh, Benny refused to eat, so I had to go upstairs and hand feed him. Because uh, <laughs> he would only eat. He was still a pup, and he would only eat out of my hand. Um, Pedro Gomez on the same day, February 7th, ESPN journalist who famously covered the Bonds home run chase in 2007 when he was trying to catch up to Hank Aaron, passed away yeah. at 58 years old. Um, the next day, February 8th, Marty Schottenheimer, the former NFL coach, passed away at 77. February 9th, Therese Paler of Yahoo Sports passed away at 37 suddenly. And then six days later, Vincent Jackson, only one year older than Therese Paler, passed away at 38 years old. So a rough little couple week there in February. Yeah. Um, February 23rd, Tiger Woods car accident that was absolutely yep. devastating. I think it really did a number on his back, if I remember correctly. And I think it wasn't until what later on in the year, maybe you might have it in the list, but he finally comes out and talks about it. I actually don't, I, I didn't really do a ton of research on it because I forgot it even happened. So, so much of the first quarter of the year, everything from January to March, I forgot all about. Um, it's like a blur. The, yeah, including the next one, Rayal Cormier, the former Phillies reliever. Wow, fifty-three years old passed away on March seventh. Rayal Cormier was actually one of, like, unironically, one of my favorite players growing up. Um, I was actually really? kind of sad they got rid of him in 06. He went to the Reds, and then naturally 07, they make the playoffs the first time since now. Uh, <laughs> uh, same day, March seventh, Oprah. I already alluded to this mm -hmm. in the top five. She interviews Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I forgot <laughs> her last whatever. name. I forgot the last name, so I put whatever. Um, As they expose the royal family for their racism. <laughs> so you'll like this, the latter of the two March 22nds. The first one, however, um, Elgin Baylor, uh, ba basketball Hall of Famer from the Lakers, uh, passes away at 86 years old. We lost so many wonderful, wonderful athletes this year and wonderful people as well. But the second thing we have on March 22nd, uh, the listeners will probably enjoy more and probably remember more. <laughs> Jensen Carp on tweets photo of shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch, so, which just started a complete debate all over the internet. Yeah, so he was <laughs> he's at Jensen Carp on Twitter. He tweeted out the picture at citizens at citizens um, at uh, synonym toast crunch. Uh, cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon. Um, April 5th, Baylor defeats Gonzaga, ending their potentially perfect season in the NCAA Basketball Championship. They were, I believe, 32-0 and heading into that. I forget, though. I think so. Um, oh, geez, I really buried this guy. <laughs> uh, April 19th, Walter Mondale, former vice president to Jimmy Carter, 
who lost to Reagan in the most lopsided election of all time. Died at the age of 93. Or I got buried Jeez. twice. <laughs> uh, we are great here on PA Turn Pod. Apparently, nothing happened. Apparently, nothing happened in May because uh, we jump all the way to June 21st, where Carl Nassib became the first openly gay NFL player. Um, came out in a pretty like un, not crazy way, which is like, hey guys, I'm gay. Cool, love you guys. See you, bye. Yeah, so good for him. Um, Gruden yeah, probably hates him. him. But and he's, and he's a, been a solid player too. Yeah, he's a good player. Part of that defense for sure. Yeah. Uh, June thirtieth, the despicable, this disgusting Bill Cosby's assault conviction overturned. Unbelievable. Uh, Joel, you want to hear a fun fact about Bill Cosby? I don't think so. Yes. So Bill Cosby went to Central High School. Bill Cosby sure. was uh, all the rape stuff came out in 2015, I believe. I graduated yeah. in 2014. I was the last graduating class to have Bill Cosby speak at the central graduation. Get the fuck out of I, I was literally, and um, this is no hat. I was four seats away from the person that caught the hat that he threw into the crowd. So after the after his speech, he threw like his hat and his tassel into the crowd. Um, yeah. This chick in my row named Denise caught the hat, and she was like three seats away from me. Um, also, she's not listening, but fuck her because she deflated the beach ball that I brought into the graduation. Um, she'll never listen to this and it'll never get to her but I, I brought three beach balls in a graduation gave one to my buddy Zach one to this other kid named Campbell uh, they were both on stage I was in the crowd I blew it up that bitch fucking deflated it I hope she hears this and I, I hope that hat haunts her every day the one she caught from Cosby um, next up on July 7th Tampa Bay um, Lightning defeat the Montreal Canadiens 4-1 in game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals Winning their Woo. second of back-to-back Stanley Cups, Andre Vasilevsky, oh. the goaltender, wins the Conn Smythe Award for Playoff MVP. Fun fact, my so, guy. So that team, that Tampa team, became the first NHL team to win the Stanley Cup without having won a game in the playoffs in overtime since the 1983 Islanders. Oh, so that's yeah. just a little weird fact. That was played, I think, primarily in a bubble. The uh, the NHL playoffs. Oh uh, yeah, 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 they were. Because the Canadian and... teams. Canadian teams didn't play against other teams until after the second round of the playoffs. They only played that's against Canadian That's what's happening teams. right now. Yeah. Right? That's, not, that's what's happening now. Canadian hockey is not being played. Yeah, they're not the even moment. playing up there. All right. Uh, next one, July 7th, same day. Jeff didn't, Bezos steps down from his job at Amazon. I don't remember that at all. I didn't even know that happened. I thought he was still with Amazon. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Um, right, that was shocking. I was like, wait, who's running the show? Yeah. Uh, July 12th, Mr. Wonderful Paul uh, Orndorff, who originally headlined the original WrestleMania 1985, he teamed with, uh, I believe it was Cowboy Bob Orton, or no, he teamed with Roddy Piper against Mr. T and Hulk Hogan in the main event. He dies at 71 years old. Damn. Uh, July 16th, Biz Marquis died at the age of 57. Biz Marquis, a frequent Sixers game attendee. I think he was actually He's at Game just 7. A friend. Almost positive he oh. was at Game 7. Uh, speaking of basketball, four days later, July 20th, the Bucks beat the Suns in Game 6. Giannis wins MVP, first Bucks title since 1971. He had 50 points in Game 6. And then basically threw a party after that game. I was so happy for him. He made me just like genuinely happy watching him celebrate. And he bought 50 Nuggets. That's right. He, he also, so for what it's worth, <laughs> it goes to show you how nice of a human he is. 
he was on Instagram live the next day and he went to uh, Chick-fil-A. Um, he got the, uh, the 50 nuggets and he asked permission to record the person oh. that was taking the order. He also got the, <laughs> uh, the lemonade with no ice, which is a power move because you get more fluid. I keep forgetting that power move every time. Especially every if you're time. going home, you got ice at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Let me see. Where are we? Uh, oh, I still you're right. Oh, wait, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, July 23rd through August 8th, the 2020 Olympics, which were delayed due to everything going on right now, um, or everything going on back then. The uh, Olympics occur a year after they were scheduled. So a fun little 2020 Olympics. They were able to use the cool logo. And uh, also more fun, we get more Olympics soon, only a year and a half or less than a year after the last Olympics ended. So I'm excited. I love the Winter Olympics. I'm excited for those to happen. Yeah. I Finally, I got to get a chance to like sit down and watch them. But work is work. Yeah. I am intrigued to see see the new sports out there that I've never even heard of, like hurling. Uh, Joel, (laughs) listen. You, you, I know you just made a joke about curling. Curling is addicting when you watch that stuff. No, that no, that's like, what I'm that's... saying. Like, I'm, no, no, it sounded like it's a, a dab. No, but I saw curling for the first time. I was like, that looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll tell it's you what. Hard it, as fuck. It's such a white person thing for me to say. Oh yeah, curling's really entertaining, but uh, I really love watching curling. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's like the frozen version of like um, of cornhole. Like you watch cornhole for a few minutes, you kind of get sucked in. You get sucked into curling. I, I got I can't knock it. I gotta see it. I gotta try it. Um July twenty-eighth. Dusty Hill, ZZ Top, the legendary ZZ Top died at the age of eighty-five. That's fucking tragic. I forgot about that too. There's a lot of things I forgot. August sixth. The king himself, Rob Van Grable, buys a house. The house that he's in right now doing this podcast. Yep. Um, uh, August, August. Yep. Go ahead. No, you deserve more credit for this than I do. <laughs> no, no, no. August twenty eighth, the VA Turn Pod releases its first episode, hosted by Rob and Grable and Joel Rogan. Some that. say if you were to start listening to it on August 29th you'd still be listening to it today. That's how long <laughs> it was. I think. Fittingly, this ep- this episode is going as long as the first one. Yeah, we're really doing a nice callback today and a couple of days ago. Um, September 2nd, David Patton, former receiver for the Patriots, passes away at 47 years old. Jeez, you could put together a full f- uh, football team with all the people that passed this year, unfortunately. I think two football teams and then some. Yeah, and, and you have a coach uh, now, too. Well, two coaches, Marty Schottenheimer and somebody else we haven't gotten to yet. Uh. September 14, Norm McDonald of SNL died at the age of 61. That was a big one. Uh, a week later, Willie Garson of Sex and the City died at the age of 57. But on the same day as that guy, that guy uh, passed away, a king was born, or his first birthday, Benny the Jet, Grable. I can't wait to meet him again. My best you know, friend in the entire world. Besides your uh, girlfriend, no. Um, still, still. <laughs> <laughs> Love the honesty. <laughs> she's not gonna listen to this either. No, she's. Not I think. Uh, I, I think uh, the girl who destroyed your beach ball. Pause. 
has a better chance of uh, listening to this episode than uh, your girlfriend. So I she's think actually this doing. She's actually doing her makeup for um for a Holy Family graduation in a few months. So uh, uh, I thought she. She's doing her. I thought you meant she was doing her. Uh, your girlfriend's doing her makeup for tomorrow for Friday's uh, event. I'm like, Jesus, she's waiting for the redactors to come. Not that important. Um, uh, what you call I, it? Um, but yeah, when I met, take a quick pause. I know this podcast has gone long enough. Did you meet him? When I met, yeah, I was just that's what I was gonna say. I met him. I, it was like, let me see, last year. At some point last year or early this year, I got a haircut. I was in the city. It was my day off. I was like, you know what? Let me go make the rounds in Northeast. And I was with Maria. And she's like, well, I'm going to over to uh, Pablo's house. Um, you're my brother, your uh, father-in-law, potential father-in-law. And uh, I was at their house. And lo and behold, I walk in. Two, two little uh, chihuahua looking <laughs> dogs barking their heads off. And in this massive cage in the in the center of the living room. Oh, that's and right. there he was, the king himself, the Instagram poppy himself, Benny the Jet. Not on his own. This king was leaping over this cage. <laughs> if he had more hops, he would have cleared it, but he couldn't. And then they finally let him loose. He didn't even go near me. Oh really? He went to Carmen. Was I immediately. there? No. Nobody was there. It was just me, Carmen, Maria. Oh, okay. You were working, and Sally was, I think, working at Rite Aid at the time. If she may not, have been. She may have been upstairs teaching because they were nah, doing the virtual thing. No, nah, they weren't. She wasn't at home. Oh, maybe she was with me then. I don't know. She wasn't at home, and I was like, "Ah, oh, all right." All right. Nah, yeah, that's the first time I met Ben. That's the first time I met Benny, and I was like, "That's a star, right there." Like, oh, I, I'm not just to see him in person after seeing for months on Instagram. To see him in person was like pretty uh, surreal. Everybody, so Ben believes, the <laughs> Everybody believes their dog is the greatest dog in the world. Um, uh, I'm no different. Um, October third, <laughs> the day after I got my couch, Tom Brady and his emotional journey to New England. <laughs> uh, October second, Rob gets a couch. Um, October third, uh, Tom Brady and his two emotional months later. <laughs> no, two seriously, months after buying a house. no hat. We, we ordered the couch maybe a week into having the house and we had to wait. They wanted to deliver. So it came in like six pieces. They wanted to deliver like five of them. And we were like, no, just deliver the whole thing. We were actually recording the one day they came to fix one of the pieces. It was the day Zach Hurts got traded. We recorded on a Friday in the middle of the day. Um, we recorded an episode halfway through it. I had to, I had to stop because I had to run downstairs because Bob's discount furniture was That's at my right. front door. Um, right, I remember that. October 3rd, Tom Brady and his emotional return in New England after his 20-year run with the Pats breaks the NFL all-time passing yardage record on a 28-yard pass to Mike Evans, surpassing Drew Brees for the all-time mark. Uh, Brady that night also tied Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Fran Tarkenton, and Joe Montana for as the as quarterbacks who have beaten every team that existed in the league at that time. Tarkenton and Montana only beat 28 teams because they were in the league before expansion. Favre, Manning, Brees, yeah. and Brady all beat 32 teams. Um, I don't yeah. know this person, but you might. Kevin Thornton, MMA fighter, passed away at 38 years old. Don't know him. Uh, so I'm I wasted my time that. doing that one. Jesus. Uh, respects to the Thornton family. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, his father was Billy Bob Thornton. You may know him somewhere. 
And his oh, brother is Jumbo Joe from the NHL. Well, uh, October 18th, though, Colin Powell, the first black secretary of state, died at the age of 84. I can't believe Colin Powell died, and I didn't even know this until I read that out loud. Well, there are like 10 deaths on this I didn't know. What the hell? James Michael Taylor? No way. Yeah, he passed away as well. See, this is a Mandela effect. I didn't realize half these people were dead. But I like how James Michael Taylor, actor who played Gunther on Friends, died, but there's no age, which is fitting because he was barely definitely in his forties or fifties. He was a good character. He was a very good, like kind of like very like periphery character. I wanted him to hook up with Rachel so bad. Just give me one hookup. Just give me give him his fix. I was satisfied, but no. All right. So the same day. October 24th, Tom Brady breaks another record also to Mike Evans. Uh, became the first quarterback in history to throw for 600 touchdowns. It was a nine-yard pass to Mike Evans. Mike Evans is responsible for three of Brady's records this year. <laughs> and he's also responsible for the throwing that 600 <laughs> one into the, fa- into oh, the crowd. Oh, that's right. That's right. He <laughs> gave him, like, everything possible to get it back. <laughs> oh, I would have done the same thing. Hold out. Oh, yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, how can we? How can we be remiss? Yeah. October twenty eighth, Facebook becomes Meta, and the whole internet just had a field day. Yeah. <laughs> November second, uh, the Atlanta Braves beat the Astros in Game Six of the World Series to win that one. Uh, Jorge Soler, after missing ten days because of everything going on right now, protocol wins World Series MVP. I mean the Braves, bro. Yeah. And to think that the, the Phillies made a run at the end of the season. We would we wouldn't be talking about a new champs in it if not to be the Braves. Two of Certainly the last the three. Phillies. Two of the last three uh, MLB champions have been in the NL East. And within the last six years, three NL East teams have gone to the World Series and none of them have been the Phillies. Phillies have the second longest playoff drought in the MLB. NL NL Beast. Um, November fifth. The queen herself, Hazel, comes home. I don't know uh, her. I haven't met her, but uh, uh, I'm sure she's a, a lovely dog. She's great. She's, she's just uh, teething right now. That's the only obstacle we're overcoming, but she's actually getting better. Uh, November 17th, young Dolph. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> Died at the age of 36. He was a, he was a rapper. Um, oh man, I don't know. You couldn't figure that I'm out sorry. by the name? No, I thought uh, you meant like young Dolph Ziggler. I don't know. Dolph Lunger and the guy that played uh, Ivan Drago. Ah. Uh, December 2nd, Major League Baseball officially enters a lockout ending uh, 25 years of labor peace. Uh, December and also 10th. Also, the same day, yes. also the same day that Rob Hart uh, broke that baseball was going to be shut down. So it, it's not even the fact that baseball shut down. It's the fact that you were free so agency, shot that day. Well, it's because free agency is amazing. And it was just getting really, really hot at that time. Uh, we touched on this one before. Yeah. December 10th, Marius Thomas, untimely passing, 33 years old. This one's a personal favorite of mine. December 11th, <laughs> Navy defeats Army 17-13. And for the 16th consecutive year, the under hits. And that came uh, the next day. Tom Brady breaks another record. This time for all-time completions. This came against the Bills. 
He passed Drew Brees with his 7,143rd completion. Guess who caught it? Mike Evans. It was actually Cameron. No, it was Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans oh, catches geez. every. So if you have any records you need to break, just go ahead and hit up Mike Evans. Um, and then uh, he'll throw the ball away. Exactly. Uh, December 14th, Stephen Curry breaks the NBA all-time three-pointers record at Madison Square Garden on TNT National TV. Uh, Ray Allen and Reggie Miller both in the house. Um, he hit his 2,974 three-pointer. Actually, the other night just hit his 3,000th, becoming the first player to ever do it. Curry broke the record in 511 fewer games than it took for Ray Allen to set that record. Um, there's a typo in the next one, but I would like for you to read the next one. <laughs> the typo. All right. Jaguars, four, <laughs> Urban Myers. <laughs> so it's supposed to say Jaguars, fire, Urban Meyer, but it oh, says man. four because I'm an idiot. And then December 28th <laughs> is the, uh, the final one on here. Uh, wait, wait, all... wait, 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 wait. Yes. That's it? Jaguars, Fire, Meyer? You have nothing else to get off your chest before the end of the year? I'm you out. You got a lot to say? I don't have a whole lot left. But uh, Doug Peterson, <sighs> Byron Liftwich, just please make the right decision. Don't hire, you know, some boring, you know, don't hire Adam Gase or anything like that. Hire a good coach down there to replace him. Cause, I'm sure that it will not kick a kicker either. Because with ETN coming back, with Robinson – you know, being back to uh, being back to Robinson and Lawrence is still moldable. You have something to work with down there. Um, and then we're still mourning it to the second December 28th, yeah. legendary NFL football coach, color commentator and uh, video game likeness. John Madden passes away uh, tragically at the age of 85. Uh, and that's it. Unless anything happens for the next 36 hours. That is your 2021 roundup in all of its glory. I'm sure we missed a few things, but Probably, I'm sure yeah. not everybody listened to the whole segment anyway, so <laughs> no one's going to notice. Um, oh, yeah. For sure. Well, some of my top five pop culture we missed, like the Britney Spears thing. I forgot um, about that. So There were some things I found, but I couldn't get a date, so I just left them off. I can't wait to share my uh, top five sports moments. Because, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, I as soon as we get off of this podcast, I'm going to go and watch my number one or two on that list probably for 10 more times before I go to bed. It's hilarious, and I forgot that this even happened this year. But it has to do with the Knicks, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to throw in one more. Um, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention on uh on june 20th father's day oh. the atlanta hawks defeat the philadelphia 76ers in game seven in philadelphia um the former point guard of the basketball team in philadelphia passes up a dunk matisse thievel fouls one of the white guys on the hawks puts that game out of reach uh joel and beat doc rivers throw said bs under the bus bs cries and has not played basketball since um, Joel, before I have we jump to find, in, I have to find another. <laughs> you took one of my top five out of my sports moments. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I had actually laid it out for me, though. I'm gonna oh, yeah, throw another L onto my list. My L's are pretty long this week, but I'm gonna keep them short. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, uh, let me right. see. 
So we have uh, W's and L's to finish off the episode. No top five, no collaborative top five this week, but Joel did do his. Um, I have one, two, three, four. I have five W's and one, two, three, four, five, six L's. I have two L's and I have one, two, three, four, five, six W's. All right. I figured this would be the, the lowest or the last W slash L of the year. So, um, like oh, yeah. always, I, uh, I would enjoy it if you let off. All right. Uh, I'm sure there will be some, some overlap within our lists. How do you want to do this? Loss first or W? Uh, how many L's do you have? Two. Uh, yeah, I'll read off a couple of mine first. All right. I'll read off. Uh, I'll give you some of the crappier ones first. And then I'll save. <laughs> so you have two. I'll I'll do four, and then we'll we'll alternate from there. Uh, my first L is all the people trying to cancel John Madden. Uh, people on Twitter complaining what? about people are complaining about his legacy because he created a video game. Um, I'll read a couple what? of the tweets. So I sent you these. Um, one of them is from Doctor Andrew McGregor. I have lots of opinions. Uh, I'm sorry. I have lots of opinions on John Madden. The creation of the Madden video game was not a great development for the United States. It further glamorized violence and dehumanized black athletes, helping to establish plantation cosplay that has grown worse in the era of fantasy football. Uh, The original tweet on... Oh, he actually deleted his tweet. Um, Pussy. However, I do have another one here. By the way, my internet still is not working. This is crazy. Uh trying to find the original tweet ah christ i can't find the tweet Uh uh-oh that's not good that might have been deleted honestly it probably was probably getting so much backlash i mean you just died and then here you are spewing your dumb shit that's gross bs i i texted to somebody i texted to fireman joe uh, let me go find it. I sent it to Fireman Joe. Oh, here we go. This is from at Empty Wheel. Everyone eulogizing Madden. How many concussions could we have prevented had he not turned brain injuries into a video game? He says, Madden is not solely responsible for the fact that the NFL has, in the face of real evidence of lasting unaccounted injuries, only accelerated that process. But he is one thing that glamorized it. So my L's are those two humans, those two individuals that are trying to um, not not necessarily cancel Madden, but cast a negative light on him. I'm not going to, nobody in the world has ever spoke negatively about John Madden. Um, And then a couple of things we already spoke on. um, Chasers. I'm going to go ahead and put uh, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen fighting on the sideline as one of my L's. (laughs) Uh, Then my third L will be, uh, Dan Orlovsky and his stupid John rant that he did on ESPN. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go find it. And fourth of my, well, actually, no, one, two, three, four, five. I have six L's. One of my other L's is going to be the Giants and Joe Judge. They talked all that mess last year. Joe Judge is a punk. He sucks. The Giants suck too. The Giants pulled their quarterback on Sunday. Were they tanking? So I'm going to save two of my L's for, um, so we'll have you do, we'll alternate. We'll have you do one. I'll do one. 
I have a headache. <laughs> um, Jesus. I like the John thing. I thought it was funny, but it, but I that's because okay, I just, but it, whatever. Dude, I did not expect to hear John ever on national television, let alone it said it the entire time he was. He just misused out. it every single time. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know the proper way of saying John, but I work people say it, and I just find it like not amusing, but it's just like I'm in Philadelphia for sure. Um, okay, Miles. Number one, dude. I don't know if you've seen this. Let me. Let me. Oh, I think I sent it to you. It's uh the Detroit Urban Survival Training Center. <laughs> the TikTok guy, the the guy yep. that does self defense. TikTok. Well, well, homie over here. Apparently, some guy. I don't know. Uh, goodness, I'm butchering this whole thing. Anyway, some guy recorded himself with the. I guess the face of this organization in Detroit mm-hmm. with a fake gun, I guess, full of water. And my man, you know, tried to do the self-defense. This Asian kid, don't know his name, sorry, cocks back the gun, shoots the guy with water <laughs> as the guy tries to chase him down. Three times. And he's like, and then three times, then he's like, no, no, that was a test. That was a test. I was just going in slow motion. Let's reset. And then as he was telling him, as he was resetting and they started, he midway grabbed the gun but almost missed it on the second shot. So he takes it now. I can't believe that's a real thing. I can't believe people were actually going to it. But the tweet, but the thread itself is pretty fun. So if you can go out your way, it's by Ian Pompey Pomfret, I believe. I don't know. That's a good one. That's my 1L. That whole center, that whole guy's a loser. Gross. And number two is Christian Wood of the Houston Rockets. I don't know if you've seen this, Rob, but he made some kind of wild pass <laughs> and almost knocked a, a lady out cold four rows deep by court side, which was funny as hell, but he made up for it. What enough. He gave her yeah. tickets. The any rock game of her choosing. Now, is she a rocket fan? We don't know, but is anybody a Rockets yeah. fan? And what were they who, so they were playing I think the Hornets, right? If she's a New Orleans Hornets fan, she has to travel all the way to Houston or she has to wait for Houston to either be relevant to be in a playoff game or Houston come down to New Orleans and be like, all right, three seconds for me. But those are my two L's. They suck, but I was more concerned about my, my W's trying to end the year on a high note. I have two more L's. One of them is um, Emmanuel quickly checked into the next game and they had his name spelled incorrectly on the back of his jersey. It was a Q-U-C-I-K-L-E-Y. And then uh, my last L... So Clutch Sports has a Twitter account and they're doing this NBA vote thing for it. It's like hashtag NBA vote. And then you type the player's name and it counts as a vote. Every retweet count, every retweet counts as a vote. So Clutch is doing it for all their clients. They tweeted out NBA vote. You know who the other day. And people are roasting them for it. They're trying to get I guess they're just doing it for every single one of their clients, but they tweeted out 25's name. Uh, did they? They sure did. Oh, my God. All right. How Cut many? Sports. Get over it. How many W's do you have, sir? I have one, two, three, six. All right. So you can start with one. I have five. <clears throat> All right. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. 
which one should I do? Right, I'll do this one real quick. Um, this happened over the weekend, Christmas, you know, the festivities. Uh, home video, it was a family had a table set out, right, full of cash from $50 to $10, $20, all in between. Uh, a bunch of scattered bingo cards, scratch-offs laying around, and one coveted Nintendo Switch, brand new, and they're all uh, taped off. So the goal is, like curling, I guess, try to get the object into a spot on the grid, on the table, and wherever it lands, that's what you get. So if you land on the $20 bill, that's your $20 bill. If you land on the bingo cards, those are your bingo cards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this kid, all of what, eight years old maybe, on the first try rolls, guess what? A Perrier can of water, of seltzer water, whatever that is, rolls it on the table ever so slowly and gently. And the thing rolls and stops on its own right where the Nintendo Switch is. So on his first roll, he gets the biggest prize, the Nintendo Switch. And he later on celebrates as if he won the World Series, the Grand Prix, dated Rihanna. I would be happy to. As he should. But uh, but that thought I was pretty fun, wholesome. And that was my W to that young king on his first and a little taste of gambling for that young king. So welcome to the PA Turnpot community, young king. And enjoy your switch. All right, my first W. Uh, that's yes, what am I going to go with? I'm going to go because we already touched on it. Kyle Seeger retiring uh, because he was such a great teammate. 34 years old, left a lasting impression on the Mariners franchise. He'll be one of those guys that people probably forget about over time, but that team will certainly not. Uh, it, a lot of teammates on, you know, were very emotional when the, and during his final game with the Mariners because they tried to make the playoffs and they came up just a little short. JP Crawford cried on the field. A lot of those guys did. So, um, Happy retirement to Kyle Seeger. Um, happy living in clouds for the rest of your life because your brother just got 300 and some odd million dollars. So um, <laughs> I'm sure that family's nice and happy. They are. Their parents have <laughs> nothing to be ashamed of. They're both their kids were phenomenal athletes. For sure. Um, my number two, uh, Hot Ones. They came out with a special Christmas episode over the weekend. And it featured not other than Chef Gordon Ramsay. He made his return. Have you seen the first one? I saw the first one, yeah. The second one tops in 1,000%. Go out of your way to see the second one. It is by far the, fe- the best thing on there. So Gordon Ramsay makes his return to Hot Ones, and it was effing diabolical. Uh, fun fact. Tremendous. Uh, this is a little bit of a callback to our top five hot sauces. But we used Ooh. to uh, GNC the stores I work at. We used to carry. We actually still carry the uh, the diff- different version of it. But um, the number two sauce one season was from Sauce Bay, and we were selling it yeah. at one point. Oh, nice! Yeah, we have uh, we have like the hotter Sauce Bay now, but we had the original Sauce Bay for a little while. That was number two one season for them. Um, oh. my second W. Another thing we already touched on. I watched the All Madden documentary today. The one that came out on Christmas. And yeah. I can't get over how well done it was. It was just fabulous. The only thing that uh, kind of saddens me, aside from you know the circumstances of uh, of Mr. Madden's passing, is uh, the fact that Pat Summerall wasn't around to be a part of it, because uh, he and John right now are calling games together. Uh, Damn. 
in heaven. So good for them. But the, the documentary was so well done. They got so many people. Favre made an appearance. Peyton Manning made an appearance. Joe Buck is in there. Aikman's in there. Uh, Costas, Al Michaels, um, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Uh, who else? Uh, there, there's so many people that are in there. And it's uh, just a fabulous uh, piece. I believe Tom Rinaldi, formerly of ESPN, now of, of uh, Fox Sports, is one of the people responsible for putting it together. I thought it was so, so well done. And I'm glad that Mr. Madden was around to see it versus, you know, one of these yeah. things they do posthumously, uh, posthumously or whatever the word is. But um, it was cool seeing him sit there and um, offer his perspective on what people were saying about him. And we got That's to see the cool. origin of the turducken. Oh, my God, for real? Yeah. I got to see it. Oh, it's Hopefully it's on Peacock. I think it's going to be on there. It's going to be on one of those streaming services. Hopefully it's on Peacock. But if not, then I'll be making a trip to uh, your your land over there, your castle, and watch it there. Uh, my dub is, let me see where I'm going to go with this one. Ah, I thought this was fun. A high school teacher, I don't know, the state didn't know. It was just one of those like things you see on Instagram in passing. He made Pokemon cards for his students as they're graduating. So I guess, like, let's say, I don't know, science teacher. He took his group of seniors that were graduating that year and made a PowerPoint presentation as they were going up one by one with their Pokemon card. So he took a Pokemon card, photoshopped their face on it, gave them their name and their strengths and their weaknesses. And it was, I thought it was pretty cool, pretty fun. And it was something memorable to give them as they become adults into the college world and adult world out of the bubble of high school. So that was pretty cool, having a Pokemon card of yourself. All right, my next W uh, is going to go out to two cornerbacks, one currently on the Eagles, one formerly of the Eagles. Uh, the two corners this year who have allowed the, have allowed the lowest passer rating in single coverage plays, Rasul Douglas, 36.4 of the Packers, former Eagle, at Darius Slay right now, leading the league with the lowest passer rating allowed in single coverage, 19.7. Is the Darius opponent's, Slay. Opponent's passer rating. So he has backed up uh, an okay season from last year with a phenomenal, potentially all-pro season this year. So good for them, good for him. He's part of the reason the Eagles are, you know, in a position to make the playoffs. And that defense, especially that secondary, is making a – uh, big push as the season gets winding down. Absolutely. Uh, my next one is Iron Sheik. Rob, you showed me this over the weekend. Cheeky baby. I was befuddled, <laughs> I was befuddled when I saw this. Thought it was a fake Photoshop, but it's an actual real tweet. Oh no! You got to you got to follow him. Oh, dude! I followed him immediately. He's you know, incredible. He's happened. incredible. Iron Sheik might have had too much uh, whiskey or whatever his poison is, but on on one of his tweets near Christmas, he tweeted basically "fuck Hulk Hogan." <laughs> Almost and every one only, of his tweets are just Hulk Hogan slander. And the only thing that was off by, but what makes it still a win, is that it, it was like a Christmas tweet, but it published six minutes after it officially became no longer Christmas. <laughs> it was the 26th when he officially published it. It was a Kwanzaa. And he's like, 
it was a quantum tweet from Shiki to Hulk Hogan. But we don't know what we don't you. know what time zone he's in. That's true. That's true. So he could be on the West Coast, and it could be like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. Yeah, he could have just been finishing up dinner. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Finish up dinner. Let me go on Twitter and say fuck Hulk Hogan one more time. Debating who I want to put here. Uh, so my second to last L is going to go out to the uh, the greatest athlete in Philadelphia sports history of our lifetime, Joel Embiid. Um, uh, so I can go more vaguely and say, because he's great and I love him and everything about him is perfect. And I will never, <laughs> I will never take his greatness for granted. But um, to quantify it, he's only the second sixer in the history of the franchise to score 7,000 points in his first 300 games. Um and the other one to do it is not Will Chamberlain, it's Allen Iverson. So Embiid just keeps adding himself to a bunch of cool lists. He's on some lists with you know Wilt Chamberlain, he's on some lists with Barkley, and now he's got one with AI. Um, I'm hoping he becomes this uh the second sixer superstar to lead his team to a, an NBA finals appearance of my lifetime as well, similar to AI, but that will remain to be seen. We'll hopefully get him a couple of Christmas gifts by way of trade. But regardless, <laughs> um, we love Embiid. He's the greatest. I, he's my favorite, probably athlete of all time right now. He's up there with mine. Yeah, I think he's, maybe we should do one of those like, top yeah, I was, ten I was thinking about doing athletes. That. I was thinking about uh, su- suggesting that yesterday. Um, he's in. He's in my top ten for sure. Top five probably. Yeah, me um, too. The process Embiid. Um, greatest sixer. I would. I still have AI. I don't know. It's just me. I like AI. But Embiid's right behind, like one A, one B type of thing. Yeah. Um. Let me see. My second last. Where should I, where should I go? All right. Let's go with this one. Rob, did you uh, happen to see the press conference for New England Patriots this past uh, week? If it's what I think you're referring to, I believe I did. Ah. <sighs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. We were overlap at one point. I thought this was like an SNL skit when I first saw it. <laughs> it, might, it might very well be. And that is a female reporter or journalist was attending the Patriots press conference after the Bills uh, beat the Patriots. And this lady is doing a story on New Year's resolutions. And she asked Bill Belichick if he had any New Year's resolution. and would he like to share with uh, with the NFL and her listeners? His answer, and I'm going to try to do it in his voice, try to do it justice. Uh, yeah, no, not right now. Did he say, uh, was, ask me in a week or something? No, he just said, yeah, no, not right now. And he's like, okay, thank you. That's all. He's the best. I thought that was funny. He's great. <laughs> he was in the uh, he's in the Madden doc. He had a lot of nice things to say about him. Uh, Andy Reid is also wow. in the Madden doc. Parcells, much people. All right, my last W is Every Myers in there. Uh, no, nobody was giving last oh, answers. Wait. Um, my last W is actually a uh, weirdly enough, the sport we talk the least about hockey. Um, Claude Giroux, Flyers captain, uh, tonight assisted on a power play goal, I believe it was, uh, which officially broke the tie for second in Philadelphia Flyers history in points. 
He now has 884. I believe he surpassed Bill Barber. Claude Giroux is now second in, in Flyers history with 884 points. Um, first is probably not going to ever be caught up to. He's 326 behind Bobby Clark, who had 1,210. So Claude Giroux, um, dare I say, potentially maybe even the second greatest flyer of all time. Uh, and people don't take him seriously. People don't really give him the credit that he deserves. But he it's deserves it. that his greatness is being wasted on this pathetic team. It's a shame. I, I would like to see him get a chance to uh, to hoist the Stanley Cup at some point in his lifetime. Damn. But uh, maybe he should get traded to a national contender. It's tough to been, say, but it's been thrown around a little bit by uh, Flyers Twitter. But well, we'll find out. We'll see what happens. I I would love to see him on a a contender get a chance to go win a cup. Uh, my favorite Flyer of all time and my lifetime, a guy named uh, Kimo Timonen. He played here uh, from I remember that name. 2008 to 2015. Uh, he was awesome. He was a warrior. He played a million games. In 2014, entering the 14-15 season, he got blood clots in his legs. He missed a lot of the season. Right before he was set to come back, he was cleared. They traded him to Chicago. He wins a cup, and then he retires. So I would love for him to win a cup. And then uh, – you know, retire or not, I would just love to see him lift the cup because he deserves it. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Drew. He looks like somebody. I forget who it was. Sean McVay. That's what it was. Sean McVay. We talked about that. Every time I see this picture, I'm like, why does Sean McVay look serious? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Uh, my last W of the year for the PA turn pod goes out to the friend of the show. Uh, one John Boy uh, was not too long ago. Uh, he has a baby boy, his firstborn. John Baby. And, uh, and it became John Baby. And as about an hour ago, posted on his Twitter, his actual Twitter, John Boy, uh, they caught the video of his uh, baby boy's first laughs. So, uh, and it says, got our first laughs today. Hope you had, hope you guys had something awesome. Happened to you as well. So, on a light note, wholesome note, uh, John Boy, congrats to John Boy and his family on the John Baby. And uh, it's a cute little uh, video of his boy. Uh, check it out at John Boy underscore on Twitter. Awesome. And that is it for Wins and L's for the PA Turn Pod of 2021. So, we will talk to you guys again potentially on New Year's Eve. Um, In but, person? Yeah, possibly. We're, we're working on it. A um, little bit shorter episode on New Year's Eve. We'll probably do a short one. Talk about our picks. Oh yeah, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, with drinks, yeah. we'll have drinks and two picks. For now, we uh, we bid everybody a farewell. Uh, wish everybody well. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay happy. Um, don't drink and drive. Please don't drink and drive. Yeah, anybody out there? Right. If we for some reason don't record or the internet dies again, happy New Year, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs>